yo, this is crazy. We're starting Grapsity, and I don't have the intro. That's what's going on today. So we're coming right into it. It's Grapsity. We're real feeling reg. Got to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads. Grapsity, we're here to fill the void. Three black fans, different perspective. Got to fill your voice. Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between. Yes, all that. And we're down with Fightful Better. Yeah, you know the rest, man. I can't get into it. I'm just trying to, you know, ease you guys into it so it's just not, oh, look, what, what's going on? It's weird. They're already talking. It's Grab City, baby, Saturday morning. Thank you guys for being here. Today, we have a very special episode. The homie Will Washington is in the air or not. I don't know. He's somewhere on his way to Chicago, to Forbidden Door. It's lit. So we got one of our homies, real good friend here in the building, SP3, is here to fill in for Will Washington. What's you feeling like today, SP3? Uh, I'm feeling very honored to be here on this podcast. Like, I, you know, I got to interact with all three of y'all before y'all got this started. So I'm like very, as a friend of y'all's, I, I feel very proud for what y'all have grown here on this platform and really established y'all as one of the main names and main podcasts in this wrestling media game. So I'm really honored to have Let's a go. seat here and to fill in for one of the great black dads in wrestling media <laughs> as another <laughs> black dad fill in for, for Will Washington. It is an honor for real y'all. Hey, appreciate that. And as always, it's your boy. He's in the building. He's been right so many times. This week, he's been right a whole bunch. It's your boy, Phil Lindsay. He's in the building. What's up, Phil? What's going on, man? Look, Chicago is up, my friend. I oh, saw, my God. I saw Great O'Con at the beach. I was like, look, Chicago's <laughs> not known for beaches, but get your, get your shit off. I appreciate you. Bro, um, what beach is he at, Phil? <laughs> Phil, what beach is he at? <laughs> Um, I don't, it, he said Ohio State, so, I mean, Ohio Street, so, I was like, hmm, but I was like, nah, cool. <laughs> get your get, shit get, off, bro. Get your, get your beach light off, it, life off, it was hot yesterday, um, <laughs> man, but yeah, we are up, man, the homie Lupe laced us with some music yesterday, mm-hmm. come mm-hmm. on, man. No, Chicago, Chicago was up, way up, bro, y'all are going crazy, I'm jealous, I'm hating, everything's happening hot in Chicago, uh, is it hot in Chicago? It's been like 80s, 90s all week. Okay, um, so it's lit. But yeah, Pe- man. People are outside. Yeah. Uh, again, <laughs> look, Drill Music and Zion out there. I don't want to plug my man shit, but Drill yes, Music and Zion, June 24th, dropped. Um, I think it's dope, man. I think it's like jazzy rap, man. If you're not, if you're looking for like, I don't know, like radio hits or like bangers, mm-hmm. this probably is an album for you. It's a thinking mm-hmm. man's rap album. Which I would expect Lupe to drop at this point in his career. Still a very good album. I would right. check it out. He recorded this thing in three days. Who does that? Who records ten songs in three days? Him. Uh. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Like uh, I didn't. I don't think he's at that position anymore to be doing radio hits or trying to be for anybody else besides his core. Now he's just like, yo, you about to get all these bars, and you're gonna about to give them however I feed them to you. Nah, so, I wouldn't have expected him to leave Atlantic and go and do, like, independence and still right. trying to do, like, radio records. Right, because they were trying to get him to do full radio records over at Atlantic. It was weird for a while. That They were um, trying to get him to do some wild stuff in Atlantic. Um, one of the funniest things I've seen him say, like, I, I just saw him on, uh, on Hot 97, and he was mm-hmm. saying how he doesn't get any pub for any of his stuff oh, from no. Atlantic. Because, um, of course, he doesn't, he doesn't own any of his masters, so... Yeah, that just is, him saying, uh, like, he doesn't That's get... always the worst stories to hear, man, from, from artists. 
but just because it's Lupe, he goes, man, I don't, I don't get any puff for a daydream. But let's play, play daydream. You know, run it. <laughs> <laughs> that is so unfortunate, bro. I hate hearing that because, like, a lot of artists are like that. You see why he was so upset at the end of that because he's like, I'm about to be getting no money from this. I'm doing all this for nothing. This is dumb, yo. That's whack, man. Give Luke, Lupe his pub, yeah. Hey, um. <laughs> The, the story you told about Leo Cohen and that was also very funny. How he was mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, I want my master's. And Leo was like, man, what are you going to do carrying around in a briefcase? And he was like, I was offended at the moment. <laughs> but I understood what he meant because it's just like, you know, if you don't know what to do with your master's, then what are you going to, what do you need them for, right? right? Like if you don't have like yeah. a plan of actually how to make money off of them, what do you need them for? Mm-hmm. I know he's, he's going to have an idea. He's not a dumb guy. Like, He's going to know yeah, what to no. do. <laughs> yeah, man. So it's been a super busy week again for professional wrestling. I've been talking about wrestling every single day. SP3 has almost been talking about wrestling every single day. It feels like too at this point. What's your podcast week been like, man? What you've been talking about out there? Is it all Forbidden Door? Or are there any other hot stories that maybe leaked under the radar? Oh, well, you know, there was the fallout from all the drama. I know you guys like dreaded talking about this last week. I was watching the the show about all this Vince drama with Mm -hmm. uh, John Laronitis going on Mm -hmm. administrative leave and being replaced by Bruce Pritchard. Got to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we all saw this coming. He was going yeah. to be the fall guy in all of this. So we, we all saw that coming mile away. But yeah, it was uh, Monday on Inside the Ropes. Uh, Tuesday, I was on Fightful Overbooked on Pillar to Post. I got screwed over. I was, uh, you know, two black <laughs> men got screwed over this week. Me and wow. wait a minute, wait a minute. Over yeah. on over on Quizlemania. It's so crazy had, over here. Had to bring it up because because I'm the first ever. And the still the only, unfortunately, because Will should be, but I'm the first ever black Quizlemania champion. Come so on, man. It's because they're ducking there your boy. Be They've been ducking your boy also. Righteous Reg needs to be present. Every time they talk about Quizlemania, my name comes up. But I ain't heard nothing from Quizlemania. Y'all are ducking your boy. You know what time it is when your boy pull up. But I heard that there was a big travesty this week. Listen, with one man. up with our co-host, man. What happened I, I, here? I totally forgot about this in starting our podcast because our guy is not here. But listen, Will Washington is the uncrowned Quizlemania champion. <laughs> I I do not support what uh, Sean Ross Sapp is doing with this fraudulent cashing. Nope, it's um, a fraud. Shame on you, Denise Salcedo. Shame on you, Adam Plompier. I'm looking at you, man. Make this right. Make this right. right. Get our guy back on. Make him champion as he deserves. It's crazy out here. Will deserves his justice. I totally agree. (laughs) Justice for Will. Hashtag justice Justice, for Will. Justice for Will. Of course, that uh, that, uh, clip of him with the Kofi is going to be everywhere at some point. Oh, yeah. It's forever. (laughs) That's ours now. No, man. Make make this right, man. Make this right. I'm trying to get into these super chats. We actually had Will on our Forbidden Door preview over on True Hill Heat yesterday, and my boy Romeo clipped that and played it for Will at the end. So we we got a we got a nice pop out of Will because that is now in in YouTube uh, lore. His <laughs> his reaction to getting screwed over on Quizlemania, the uncrowned Quizlemania champion. So I agree with you, Adam Blompier. I called myself the Black Adam Blompier, but the the real Adam <laughs> Blompier. He needs to make this right. He needs to make bring this right. Will back on 
for, for next month. And Will should be known as the uncrowned champion or interim champion. They got interims going everywhere. We got an interim CEO and chairwoman no, no, of no, WWE, no, 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 no. interim AEW world champion, at least interim, at the very least. No, no, no. Interim implies that he did not win. This man won Quizzlemania. <laughs> Let's go, baby. <laughs> he, he won. And somehow he's not champion. I don't know. They how had that works. SRS sitting in the back with the briefcase to run in on him, huh? It's crazy out here. Just because it's money in the bank season. I see what's going on here. We see Bro, what's man. going on here. I got I got you. We're gonna make up for this. We're gonna make up for this. It's not the end for this. Yo, we got a couple super chats out here. Um SP3, it's been like two minutes since I seen you, just like we were talking about new media edition of Grapsity. Let's go. SP3's been on every podcast there is to exist. They're like, we got about three black dudes we're going to hit. It's going to be Will, Reg, SP3. Which new. one do you want today? We got you. It's new media. The forbidden door of media has been blasted open. Your big bros are everywhere to be seen. New media, man. We are the new media. Yes, I know I know. Reg and Phil. They are part of the new media. More right? people part of new media. Look at it, man. They Yo. giving it up for new media all day. It's Caden. Appreciate y'all, y'all with Super man, Chats today. That, man, that Draymond clip of him saying shut up is just was my favorite thing from the parade. Him doing that. I said it already. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Draymond was going crazy. He was in promo mode. He wasn't letting nothing get past nobody. He was going to address every issue. And he was going to say he's going to keep frying y'all on Twitter. And he has continued to fry niggas on oh, Twitter. Man, so you know what you tell him? Shut up. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> shout out to the Warriors, baby. Uh, the parade happened. I did not cross the bridge because I didn't. I couldn't. Did you guys see how many people were out there? I can't. And what? There was a Bro, lot yeah. of people out there, man. Uh, I can't. Uh, my man uh, Steph cooked up, cooked them guys up in the finals, and was out there um, drinking up a storm. I was I'm like, saying. "Is this guy gonna sleep or what's going no, on?" <laughs> no, no, it's celebration time. You see how they be talking about my guy everywhere in the world, bro? He was like, "Yo, I I told y'all I was gonna do it, and I did it, and I'm about to drink some tequila and rub on my wife's butt all day. It's lit, baby. I mean." I'm not yeah. mad at it at all, yo. I, I've seen it. It was he flexed out. He had all of his trophies up there. He had Ooh. his rings around his neck. I was like, nah, Flexing. man. Let him know, man. And Jordan Poole was out there trying to be nasty. He was looking at all like if there was a woman, he was trying to yeah, he was in them streets for sure, man. I would yeah. be too though. Bro was out there balling. Yo. He about he, to get paid this summer too. So why why not? But did did y'all see the little kid in the crowd that had the "Will you marry me, Riley Curry" sign? Curry was not feeling oh, it, bro. Yeah, yes. was like, nah, no, nah. they were not. That was Curry like, was I was like, like what is this? <laughs> GP not was trying to girl. get his JR off with his shirt off, man. I don't, I don't know where his shirt went. He was walking around the whole parade with his shirt off. Oh man, get get your congratulations in. Um, I hope I hope they found Clay wherever he was. You know, he was getting lost out there in the crowd. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> running people down and stuff bro, oh man i was Clay like he was having up. a good time he he rode that he rode a boat up there to the parade man he wasn't playing around lost his hat and everything yo it was lit <laughs> the warriors yo, were like my man up there with the skipper hat on <laughs> <laughs> yeah on. it was lit i had a bunch of friends that did go and they had a great time it was uh oakland was out you heard too short and e40 all night any any car just like if you just listen faintly you're here shake that monkey that's how it is in uh, oakland so shout out to y'all man hilariously the the first time i got out after the pandemic and like i was out and i don't think i've ever heard uh any hyphy records 
before I had dreads. And so it cut on and it was like shake them dreads. And I was looking around. And I was like, is this is this is this for me? Do I do this? It's exactly for you. Yes. Yes, it's exactly for you. It's a hilarious feel. If you came to Oakland, you'd be just another one of us. Like when I go outside, I see me all the I'm like, yo, that's me right there. Wait. Wait, how am I right here and also right there? Dreadheads, we're just like running wild. Like if they put out an APV or whatever the thing is for a dread guy from this site to this height, I'm staying in the house. I'm not going outside. I fit the description. <laughs> I mean, hella, there's hella of us out there. I mean, that, that, that's Southside out here too. There are a lot of dreadheads out here. Mm, that's that's what's up, man. I gotta come through to Chicago, man. I'm I'm trying to go over there and uh, see what's going down. Should have been know? uh out here this weekend. Man. I know, man. I'm. <sighs> You know what? Don't worry. There'll be another AEW pay per view in a few months in Chicago because right. Chicago gets everything. They Chicago do. Everything. Hey man, it's not the mecca. I don't know. Yo, wrestling, I don't. Man. I don't know what what Phil's influence is. I don't know how he keeps making these shows happen all the time. But they be Come listening on, to him. Come on, man. Facts. It's crazy. Come on, Cody came out here and gave his best performance ever, possibly in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Chi-town. Come on, man. Chicago. Talking about some more Chicago in the group chat or in the, you know, super chat. Salute to Phil for the debate on 808 and Heartbreaks on if Yo. it was a classic album. Yes or no. This threw me off. So um I Shout was out to Chad, man. I, I was talk I was listening to um Rory and Maul's podcast and they were talking mm-hmm. about the Drake album. And then they jumped in 808s for a second. They were like, Yeah, people didn't like 808s when it dropped, but now that's a classic. I was like, is it though? But now it's a classic is a crazy sentence, though. Yeah. I don't know and and, and so yeah. I tweeted this, and a lot of people were like, no, nah, you bugging, it's a classic. And I was like, is it, though? I'm, I mean, me personally, it for a while, because uh, Kanye's first three albums is, in my opinion, one of the no best misses. three albums yeah. from an artist ever. ever. Bangs, first back three, to back. Like, mm-hmm. hit after hit, college dropout, late registration, uh, the graduation, just all instant fire. classic, all three mm-hmm. of them. And then when he had 808s and Heartbreak, everyone in their mama considered that a drop-off. I just yeah. think that he's had so many other albums that is worse than 808s and Heartbreak that nostalgia tells us now that's a classic. Yeah, one yeah. thing I'll give to the people that they said is it did influence a lot of people. I think a lot no, of people did run with that, but I don't, I guess it. You know, and I'm I'm pretty big on influence, so I can go with it off of that, you know? No, it's definitely influential. I just was thrown back because I was like, is this not the weakest of his first five albums? Yeah. And I was like, all right, if people think it's a classic, that's... I know that we're in the era where everything is considered a classic. Uh, <laughs> but I was just like, I did not know that... <laughs> it's a crazier era now because, like, they don't even... There's no time now. Now it's just like, this album's been out for 13 minutes. This is the best album I've heard in mine. I'm like, yo, you haven't even... Like, as an artist, I know you haven't even... If you hear it once, you haven't even really heard it, honestly. You have to, like, yeah. really get into it. So it's hard to be, like, on these, like... Things like that. Everything's classic instantly, but you know, that's how the world moves. It moves so quickly that there's gonna be another classic things in five minutes. So Yeah, I I I was thrown back. There were people that were like, This is my favorite Kanye album. I was like, mm-hmm. I've never heard anybody say that. Um that was that was, <laughs> yeah, that, no, was that's, that was a wild time, man. Kanye right. um hopping on stage with the Pee Wee Herman suit on and doing yeah, love lockdown. Yeah, no, it was weird <laughs> at that time. It definitely was, was weird at that point. 
but he was going through a lot. Like he just lost his mom at that yeah. time. So this was the album that he kind of needed to get all of that out. And mm-hmm. then he then came back with beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. And that was yeah. as good as his first three albums. So right. I do agree with Phil. That's like the weakest. Argu- out of arguably his best one. album, I would say. Yeah, I, I, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of late registration. That's just me. Like, I feel like late registration doesn't get enough love. And I just feel like the production on that is ridiculous. Like, I still go back and listen to his track with Cam on that album. It's still one of right. my favorite Kanye, Kanye songs ever. So I think the production was epic on late registration. And then graduation had the production with his lyrics. I feel like those two just a little bit better than uh, Twisted Dark Fantasy. Wait, wait. The Cam record with the knock knock. Who's there? Killer Cam. Killer who? Yeah. Killer who? <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Harlem, yo. I'm from yeah. Harlem. I be That's playing that all day. Yeah, yeah. Killer yeah, Cam I... is crazy, bro. <laughs> like yeah, starting a verse like that is hilarious. Yeah, no, he's nuts. Yeah, I think uh, just because of the connection that it had in the time, I college dropout will always be the one. Just because there was so like I graduated from high school that year. Like I, it came out a month before I graduated. And so, like, yeah. it's just connected to that. And then I started, you know, being wild, doing a whole bunch of stuff, going out to parties and shit. It's connected to that. So, like, I've always just – there's songs on there that just, like, bring me back to that time. Like, All Falls Down is my favorite Kanye West song ever. Like, oh. That's number one. That's, I can't yeah. – like, I don't think I think he did it right there. And I was, I was like, yeah, he did it. So, I mean, that connection. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big Stacey fan Dash of in the video? Oh, you just brought me back, Stacey Dash in the video. I mean, she's trash, and he's super trash. Like now, I put wouldn't play a Kanye Man. West record if they forced me to. Yo, if, if you would have told me then, looking at that video, that those guys were gonna be out here like MAGA folks, both like, of them, bro. What? what? No, you're lying. I can't. I no, no, but it's real. Yeah, it's real. Yeah. We got some more Jake Justice or Will. I mean, I'm saying, bro, they really did my boy like that on national internet. <laughs> I don't know what this. Another one. <laughs> Van Twin Blaze, shout out to the homie. Dork Nisio Salcedo. Yeah. Yo, what was mm-hmm. Denise needs to tell me what was this wig she was wearing too? I was like, what what's going on with this wig, man? <laughs> like this blonde wig on? Um, yeah, man. See? Shenanigans over there. Get my man right, man. <laughs> he said right, teach Reg how to say my I'm I I'm stoned, man. I'm not gonna... v- Vala B. Vala B. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Vala yeah. B. Thank you. I appreciate you it. Go. Shout out to D-Lo Diggs. I have to say everyone's name. I forgot. It's not a, just a visual podcast. It's a podcast. That's the I'm new with this uh, uh, StreamYard thing, man. I'm just trying to move it along, you know, not not have too many stops. Shout out to D-Lo Diggs. Justice for Will. Also, what's up, SV3? Hope you fellas are well. Nick Wayne versus Osprey. Sweet Jesus. I still haven't watched that. It's been a busy week. It's crazy out here. Wow. And if Kyrie go to Dallas, I will super kick a cactus. If Kyrie go to Dallas, that's gonna be weird, man. Yo, that's just so weird. Kyrie, Kyrie, got to get it together, man. I keep wanting to root for this guy, man. He makes it very hard to support him, man. Cause what are you doing out here, Kyrie, man? Get it together, man. It's like he go, he does something good, and then he does something to you know go back two steps immediately after it. It's just how Kyrie lives his life. I don't know why he wants us to uh, be frustrated with him all the time. And KD, KD's also like. I don't know. I could be out in these streets again. I'm trying to hit the streets. I'm trying to do this. Hey, like, what's up out there? Stop slandering my man KD too, man. I saw a lot of people saying, oh, well, see, this is what you get for leaving the Warriors. Ah, blah, blah, blah. Y'all didn't want him to go to the Warriors in the first place. Exactly. I, I love alone. how they don't, they don't <laughs> keep the same energy at The same all. energy has not been kept. 
I, I have to defend Ky- Kyrie, unfortunately, on everything I do. Um, mm. He's actually sort of, kind of in my family. My family goes out oh. with his family. Oh, that's that's a that, that's a little 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 uh, teaser I'll put out there. I won't put any information because they told me not to to yeah, specify who is who. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I have mm-hmm. to I have to defend Kyrie over on FMC with my boy Jeremy, and yeah, he he doesn't make it easy at all. Hey man, on the court, love Kyrie. Yeah, that's oh. what I'm saying. Every time he hits the yeah. court, though, he does make up for it. I guess you're like, okay, I yeah, guess you can give up on whatever angry anger you have for this man because he could ball oh man so at one point i knew before when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For like the world knew that him and LeBron weren't getting along. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was like, man, this is our chance. And I knew that him and Jimmy Butler were friends. They actually had the same personal trainer. I was like, this is it. He's coming to the Bulls. And then they traded Jimmy. <laughs> Fuck you forever, Garpax. <laughs> Fuck you forever. <laughs> Nah, for real, man, because Jimmy started ball. Jimmy was mad too, man. Look at him. He's been balling ever since. He can't do it by himself. He can't do it by himself. Like, let's remember. No. Shout out to Darian. What's up, fellas? Made it to the shop for Forbidden Door. First time me and my wife ever been to the city. Hopefully I get to see you in person. Philip Lindsay, look out for your boy Darian out there. So a lot of people out in Chicago. What should they uh, look forward to? What should they look out for? Give them a little bit of Chicago advice for anybody new there. Listen, I do not want to see your pizza discourse. (laughs) I don't want it. Um... (laughs) If you're here for pizza, enjoy your pizza mm-hmm. and get out of this city. That's it. <laughs> Don't come here talking about how, oh, man, I'm here to have deep dish pizza. And I've, I've had this rant before. You're going to enjoy the pizza and you're going to do your, your 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 selfies, pulling the cheese up and what have you. Yep. Listen, enjoy your pizza and get out of here. Don't, you know, our pizza is better. Listen, Come here and enjoy the delicacies that is deep dish Chicago style pizza, uh-huh. and 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 leave me alone. I, but there's also the square pizzas, right? What's the other yeah, one? Yeah, you can get you like can get that. listen. You can get thin crust pizza in the city, man. You can mm-hmm. get tavern style pizza, bro. Right. Like, just there are several places you can go. Uh, man, go and enjoy Priscillo's wherever you want to go. Mm-hmm. Get get your Garrett's and wherever else. Um, but listen. Stop this pizza thing, man. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I won't do say not anything. want to hear your pizza takes. Yeah, I, I haven't had Chicago pizza, so no doubt. I, I have. 
I have. It's like it's kind of like a casserole uh, in my see, opinion. See, see how we I'm started. I'm from New York. I'm from New Did York. It. I'm sorry. He said like I'm casserole, sorry. Phil. I'm they sorry. They always say casserole from... or lasagna. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, like that. Nah. That deep. It was good. It was good though. It was good. As a New Yorker, I will say Chicago pizza is really good. It's just already. different. Here they go. It's it's different from what I do. I, I like Here the they go. The crust. I like mm-hmm. to fold the crust. I got a single plate. It's all greasy and stuff in New York. Oh, man. You know, oh, they got why you fold, why you gotta fold the pizza though, man? Why you gotta fold it? That's, like, that's just not, the New York way. We're not that's washing clothes. What you folding it for? <laughs> hey, it gets greasy, man. You got you just trying yeah. to keep the keep the clothes fresh. See, I mean, but usually clothes? by that point, you don't need to keep the clothes greasy because it's like 3 a.m. anyways. Like the clothes True. can be greasy at this point. Just eat the pizza and go on your way. I have no like I said, California pizza, we ain't known for it. California pizza kitchen is one of the worst restaurants ever nobody cares so have fun hey, with man. your pizza debates just not here hey man it, but yeah it all depends on how long you're here man yeah. look there's plenty of things to see downtown there's all the little tourist trap things down there mm-hmm. like like navy pier uh hey hang out by the lake i guess you can go find a, ba- a beach like red o'con did great o'con will find a way to lamp you know <laughs> he'll find a way in these streets every day you saw what he did in las vegas Yo, no, he was out here in Vegas. <laughs> he was, he's, a hero. he's a hero. He's keeping the streak going, baby. <laughs> Couple more group ch- uh, super chats. I don't even want to keep saying group chats. Even the MIB Money in the Bank champ has a chance to defend after the cash in, but Will didn't even get a chance. It was just Wrong. like sit back and take this L. That's from Derek. Shout out to Derek. Man, Wrong. we really need justice for Will. The fans are upset. He needs his rematch immediately. Next night on Raw, he needs his rematch, baby. Is it next night on Raw? I don't know when it is. There yeah. you go. See, I I just got added to the Discord chat for Quizlemania. I'm gonna make I'm gonna put in I'm gonna put in my 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 request with the Wrestle Talk folks. Yep. They they letting they letting me have Pivy to a couple of different things. So I'm gonna put in my I'm gonna say Will deserves his justice. He needs to be on the lineup for the mm-hmm. next Quizlemania. It's only been ten champions. Come on, it should be eleven. Come on, man. <laughs> SRS don't need any more any more championship wins. He don't need any more accolades, man. He broke the CM right. Punk news. He don't need nothing else. Leave him, leave him be. Mm-hmm. He was six time. He was a six time champion before that too. Like Denise Look, couldn't on, set it up, and right. Denise says she doesn't even like SRS. So she set it up for him to win of all people. That was crazy. A that was I a saw them. Time. I saw the thing at GCW. We were there. Phil, remember that they was beefing. She I kicked him down low. Like what happened since then? Wrong man. Fixing, fixing, fixing it for your boy. I don't know, man. It's crazy out here. <laughs> and she was in charge of the lineup too, so she could have right. called Red. She could have called Red to get Reg on there too. I'm saying, I'm saying, I could have been the one that ran in with the briefcase, like Seth Rollins WrestleMania 31. But what? There you go. Come on, man. Hey, no. So SB3, tell us a little bit about your pod you got over there. What, uh, what were you guys talking about this morning? Uh, we talked about pretty much the the weekend wrestling. We had uh, Kieran uh, from Noob Japan over on Wrestle In, as well as you know the New Japan Pro Wrestling podcast on Fightful Overbook. So we got a lot of insight from him. He was throwing that 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 smoke in there, talking about Zack Saber Jr. is a much better technical wrestler than Brian Danielson. I, I don't know how. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was like, I gave him the center stage because he had that heat, and he explained it well. Because Brian Danielson is an overall great 
wrestler, but he's like a lot of people see him as like a striker more than just technical and how Zack Sabre Jr. can just he's like an octopus. He'll just wrap wrap mother people up like it's crazy. And he's all about the technical, the roll ups, the submission. So I understood where he was coming from. But as a Brian Danielson fan and considering the GOAT, it hurt my heart a little bit. But he we also talked about that Kenny Omega interview. We talked about Triple H being back at the Performance Center. And we did our preview and predictions for Forbidden Door. So it was a really good episode. We have my boy Top Guy JJ over there miss chrissy love true hill heat we're pretty much go live every single day over there but uh saturdays is usually where we have our flagship podcast so a lot of fun talking to karen hearing the new japan perspective especially with all the mess going on in wwe and karen's like that's the forbidden window he don't even look through there being a new japan fan he's like i don't even look through that window to see from the outside looking in so it was a great perspective different perspective than we usually have on the show that's dope. That's super dope. Uh, there's, <laughs> like I said, it's been a busy week, a lot going on. We're going to talk about a lot of those things here today on uh, Grapsity. And a little bit ago, you said a word, octopus. If anybody watched Rampage last night, a little bit of the mystery of the person that's going to be on Sunday, because on Wednesday, I tweeted when Brian Danielson was talking about who's going to replace him. I said, it's time with this man's picture. But Tony Khan eliminated that mystery by having yesterday on Rampage in a backstage segment with our homie Lee Moriarty, the Ring of Honor world champion, Jonathan Gresham, showed his face on AWTV. It's been a long time coming for me, honestly, since uh, Ring of Honor shut down and since they've been doing the things with Ring of Honor. Been like, where's John Gresham? Where he's at? He's been in the... He's been outside, you know, wrestling across the country, across the world, everywhere. But here he was, the octopus, Jonathan Gresham, showed his face. Lee Moriarty said he needs a shot at the Ring of Honor World Championship. We all here agree. Everybody agrees. Yeah, honestly, you yeah. should do that. Yeah. But then Tully Blanchard comes in and says that his ROH homies, Brian Cage, Khan, and who's the other guy? Ty, um, can't remember the I can't remember the other guy's name. Awful of me and awful of us. But yeah, Khan and Brian Cage <laughs> are going to challenge Lee Moriarty and the Ring of Honor world champion, Jonathan Gresham. This was a, a great moment for me, you guys, honestly, because I've been waiting, like I said, for a long time to see Jonathan Gresham here. Um, that means he's in the same. He was in the same building as who we found out was not clear to wrestle, Brian Danielson. And I've been wanting this match for I can't even count how many years, honestly. So, yeah, we lit, baby. Yeah, um, I did kind of think it was going to be Gresham um, mm-hmm. because if you want to do another technical match, Gresham made a lot of sense. Ty- Tayo Lo- Loa, that's his name. Leona. <laughs> Tayo a- Leona. Aeolion. 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 Um, well, no, nah, man, Gresham would have made a lot of sense. So I would have liked Yeah, you it. also tweeted that it might be Gresham that same yeah, day. Yeah, and people were like, no, it's not Gresham. It's, it's Claudio. Stop stop putting that out in the world. I'm like, hey, I just want to see Gresham wrestle, bro. Like, yeah, that's it. it. I don't know. Um, I also would have really liked to see Lee Moriarty versus Zack Sabre. Right. Um, Both those I, guys. We, we've we got to get that on a Rampage or a Dynamite before Zack goes back to Japan. Like, 
Come on, bro. They could have ran that last night. Like you got these people in the building, like run everything. Like I would have just ran a random dope, another dope Will Ospreay one-on-one. I don't know, but that six man was pretty wild from the other night, honestly. So, oh, and then that news that came out that Punk was originally supposed to be in that six man, not the one from last night, but the one from with FTR. He was originally supposed to be in that spot. So I'm like thinking, I'm like, damn, if Punk would have been in that, like that would have added a another dope element to an already dope match so damn these injuries have that needs to be the first topic honestly is how injuries have plagued every wrestling company in the world and how much it affected the outcome of the card of forbidden door like we would have got a totally different card of wrestling without these injuries and like how insane is that to think about Man, listen, it's a totally different energy if CM Punk is headlining the show. Yeah. Um, and I mean, don't get me wrong. I do think Mox deserves the spot. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that they had put off that match with Tanahashi for way too long. He's right. He's been owed that match for a long time. And then I just really like the story of him coming back. He did. He had that great uh, interview that he did for uh, ESPN that turned into a piece uh, that was really good. And I know he did a... Uh, interview with uh, Renee this week on Open Sessions. I haven't got a chance yep. to watch it yet. But yeah. everything he's talked about from his time in uh, rehab and all that time, it is a really good story. Um, but man, this is this is United Center. This is where Punk debuted. Mm-hmm. Having him come back as champion would have been fitting. Yep. What could have been, of course, uh, seeing Brian wrestle Zack Sabre Jr. in my hometown, like, come on, mm-hmm. man. Like, that would have been incredible. Uh, and then, of course, no Kenny Omega. Like, the injuries no have been, like, a big yeah. damper on this show. But I still think it's going to be a good show. I can't even imagine a point where Kenny and CM Punk were available. Like, what would they have done if both of these guys would have been able to wrestle, you know? So, it's uh, like, I, I think Kenny would have been, either been in the four-way or they would have mm-hmm. ran Jay White versus Kenny if he yeah. was available. Yeah. From all the promos that Jay White has done, he's made sure he's always mentioned Kenny Omega and being mm-hmm. the reason why AEW was created. So I can definitely see him. And they've never done that Okada versus Omega in the United States. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I bought my ticket for the G1 Supercar back in 2019, thinking that was where they were going to do it. And mm-hmm. then it came out that that was their original plan before they, you know, fell out of talk with AEW. So yeah, I. I don't think any wrestling company in the world besides all the elite wrestling could survive Brian Danielson, Kenny Omega, and CM Punk being injured at one time. Right. But despite all of that going against them, I think the card really looks good. I, I think that Moxley and Tadahashi should have already been happening. I really would have put, especially with considering what Tony Khan said about that six-man with Trent Beretta, uh, FTR versus, you know, it was supposed to be Punk in there. I would have mm-hmm. done Punk versus Osprey for the AEW World Championship yeah. instead of Tadahashi and Punk because I feel like Tadahashi needed to face Moxley on the show. You've been stopping that match. Moxley, you know, even Tony Khan also mentioned Moxley went into business for himself at before all out by cutting promos on Tadahashi when he was supposed to verse Kojima, which had everybody thinking it was gonna be Tadahashi. So mm-hmm. you know it, that match needed to happen on this show, but I would have went Punk versus Osprey because I feel like Osprey can move enough to make a very entertaining match with Punk, and Punk needed to verse a heel in the United Center. Like Phil said, this is where he debuted. This is his hometown. Him versus a, an established heel of New Japan would have worked better, in my opinion. But 
unfortunately we can't get any of that but still i would say the card is as good as they could have possibly made it with all these injuries right now yeah i don't know it felt like on that the forbidden the countdown to the forbidden door special it felt like okada was doing was promoing like he was wrestling cm punk like he was saying like it's gonna rain and like everything he was saying was saying i'm okada and like niggas are lucky to be in the building with me (laughs) you know like he was flexing on that special bro. he was he, he was talking that talk man he uh it definitely felt like he was like, "Yeah, where's your guy?" Because he, yeah. he gave me his he gave me this address mm-hmm. a few months he ago. Did. Where's, he did. Where's your guy? Where is he? And so I I, I felt a way as a Chicago, and I was like, "Nah, man, I look, I like Okada, <laughs> but nah, you you gotta relax, man." <laughs> oh, Okada struck a nerve, huh? I was like, "Wait a minute, man." I mean, and then he then he was like, "It's gonna rain in United States," and I was like, "Okay, yep. yeah, I, I feel you." Yep. Yeah, no, Okada was talking that cash shit, boy. I'm not, I'm like, he was saying, I came for CM Punk. He told me to be here. I'm here. Where's your boy, Chicago? And he's going to play it up on Sunday for sure. I, so. I could see if if we don't get uh, Brian versus Zach mm-hmm. on an AEW show, I said it last night, I could see that happening at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. And if, if, you, if you would like to give us this wrestling gods, CM Punk versus Okada at Wrestle Kingdom, Come on, man. We're not going to be Please. mad at it. We're all going to be very excited about it. That's for sure. So. Come on, man. There, there, <laughs> was, there they... was a point where I was campaigning hard for Punk versus Okada on this show. Yeah. Because the bragging rights of being able to say that Punk versus Okada happened for the first time in Chicago would have been tremendous. Like, yeah, that's pretty. I... <laughs> it, it was all on bragging rights. Like, that would have been. Imagine that was the main event, Punk versus Okada. Like, the, up, the main event we're getting, again, let's reiterate, is going to be amazing. Moxley has been you know trying to get this for three years it's gonna hit it's gonna be dope but like punk back aw world champion okada fucking the greatest japanese guy in so long like this was set up to be crazy but on top of that the four-way that they do have is gonna bang that's like pretty insane for the iwgp world heavyweight championship so this card i think they they still did it you know uh aw has a lot of depth they could have still like even if they lost some of those other guys they still could have filled it in with a bunch of matches that that we would have liked like they announced a couple matches for the buy-in and swerves there keith lee is there so you know like a couple of our guys you know did end up getting on there i know there was some talk earlier this week about what about if there's a you know how they they come (laughs) always always yeah, so uh, it's going to be super hot. I guess we should get into a little bit of the a little bit more of the Forbidden Door card because uh, Phil Lindsay is going to be there, L-I-V-E. What's your number one most anticipated match here tomorrow, Philip Lindsay? Oh, I, I think it's going to Mox versus Tana. I think it has, the, it has the best story by far. Um, and they kind of the story kind of fell in their lap because mm-hmm. they were trying to not give it us did. this match. But no, Mox has been calling this man out for over a year, almost three years at this point. Um, I really like the story of him beating all these other New Japan guys. Like, no, I'm the guy. And then Tana's <laughs> got on the countdown. It was like, nah, I didn't duck him. He wasn't on my level. And I was like, yeah. oh. oh, I love that. That oh. was another big flex, another huge so flex. I, I, I think that's gonna be the. I think that's gonna be the hottest match of the night. Now, I, mm. in terms of work rate and all that stuff, it might not be. But in terms of like the storyline and everything, I have I'm looking forward to that one the most. What about you, SP3? What you think is gonna be the hottest match tomorrow? 
I think it's going to be no question in my mind. Will Osprey versus Orange Cassidy? You think that's going to be the one to change him, huh? <laughs> people are sleeping on Orange Cassidy. Like this man can't work. They think he's mm-hmm. just a gimmick. And this is the talk we've been dealing with for three years now. Yeah. It's like having y'all learned. Didn't y'all it's learn still in this like first that. match? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, didn't y'all learn in the first match we had Revolution 2020 against Pac? Didn't y'all learn in all these other feuds he's had? He's been one of the top draws on TV for uh, AEW. He shows that he can wrestle when he has to, and I think he's gonna like switch up the formula here, just go all out from the minute go against Will Ospreay. And Will, mm-hmm. he always accepts these challenges. Like I saw yeah. that Nick Wayne match they mentioned earlier in the super chat, and that was special. Like mm-hmm. Nick Wayne is the future but will osprey is my wrestler of the year right now because he's had more five-star matches this year than anyone i've seen him and okada at the at wrestle kingdom him versus zack saber jr in the new japan cup him and michael oku at rev pro him and nick wayne uh this past weekend him and blake christian and in warrior wrestling he goes all across the indie scene all across the new japan and he's delivered classic matches and he's going for shingo in august on august 6th off of that in the G1. So he's going to raise that that five-star rate in great matches that he already has this year even more. I think it's between Will Ospreay and John Moxley for the wrestler of the year. And I think maybe Moxley might get the edge because of his platform. But for me, as far as like pure wrestling this year, Will Ospreay has delivered. And I think he's going to deliver another great matchup. The four-way for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, that's going to be a fantastic matchup as well because Switchblade Jay White gets slept on as well, and he's going to prove to the world why he is the catalyst of professional wrestling. So those are my two matches I'm looking forward to most. Quite a sell on that. Will Ospreay over there. Huh? I don't know if I could put Will Ospreay above Speedball Mike Bailey because I, I guess I, I'm being biased because I saw a lot of Speedball Mike Bailey with my own eyes, like this uh, match that everyone is talking about from West Coast Pro Wrestling that you can watch for free on the West Coast Pro Wrestling YouTube page. Get to that right now, Speedball Mike Bailey and Takeshita from a couple weeks ago that I was there live. I saw with my own eyes. So I'm, I guess I have that bias. But, yeah, Will Ospreay is an incredible pro wrestler. Anytime he gets in the ring, people can't touch him. It's crazy. That six man from the other night was insane. The match with Shingo is going to be crazy. This Orange Cassidy match is going to make people look at Orange Cassidy like they haven't looked at him for a while. Yeah, they're still going to so. get on, on the internet and cap and go, he's just a joke gimmick. I mean, I feel like the guys told you, showed you guys he can wrestle. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people at this point that don't know he, he can wrestle don't watch the product. That's um, pretty much it. Yeah. And so yeah, you can't you can't take their criticism seriously. Like, I feel like anybody that thinks he's still just a joke is just not paying attention. Mm-hmm. 100%. I, I love Speedball, by the way. He's my independent yeah. wrestler of the year for okay. 100%. I just think because of the platform, he's the platform. not going to win wrestler he of the won. year. Yeah, because yeah. he's on Impact, yeah. GCW. Mm-hmm. But he's versed guys like Moxley and Minoru Suzuki this year. Mm-hmm. So he's versed the talent that a lot of these other guys had. And he's in my top five for wrestler of the year. But I just think because of Osprey's platform and because of what he's done so far in AEW, that match with Dax Harwood just slapped. Like, I was, mm-hmm. I had to Dax, rewatch Dax is, that afterwards. Dax is mm-hmm. another one. Yeah. Dax is quietly wrestler of the year, man. Yeah. <laughs> he he kind of is because he's been, he's been killing it, man. Going back to the injuries thing, one of my favorite matches of the show is going to be we just learned a couple days ago that a part of this four way, there's a four way for the All Atlantic AEW Championship that Ishii was going to be in the match, one of the four men, but 
He unfortunately is out. Clark Connors is taking a spot. It's going to be Clark Connors, Miro, Malachi Black, and Pack in a four-way. The three of those guys are amazing, so Clark Connors is just great, happy to be there. It's going to be an amazing match. I'm really looking forward to this. I think the ramifications, we talked a little bit about this on uh, Day After Dynamite. I was on Day After Dynamite this week with Will Washington. We talked a little bit about the ramifications, and like I think a lot of any of the three guys that are primed to get the belt, like there's great great reasons to go with it. Will Washington brought up, brought up a great point how he thinks Malachi Black is probably the the main one for him to get the win because he needs he says that people need to start chasing after Malachi Black because like the House of Black is like after everybody and he thinks people should be after them. So he thinks having the championship. Me, I just think because of what we've been through these months of talking about AEW, and every time you talk about AEW, somebody's like Miro. <laughs> you talk about it. it could be anything in the world, like AEW catering, AEW hot dogs, AEW anything. Like Miro, what about Miro? What about Miro? So, like, I think Miro deserves this, but also through the pandemic, through the beginning of this whole history of AEW, Pack has been there. He has been down. He has, you know, he should be rewarded for the things that he done. So it's it's gonna be. A pretty dope match and the outcome is is kind of up in the air at this point you guys think anything different than um miro getting the victory i think miro's kind of set up for it maybe but i could be uh, wrong i'm i'm rooting for pack to win this thing man i yeah. feel like i feel like pack is due um mm-hmm. i feel like pack has been around for the longest and they still have put not put any gold around his waist right in that first year like he was in the world title scene like he you could have made him aw world champion in that that first year and mm-hmm. nobody would have better than i nope. um yeah and i feel like now he's dropped so far because of a travel issues and yeah. injury at one point and so I feel like he's due a big win. So I'm rooting for Pac. I I don't blame you at all. I love Pac. He's one mm-hmm. of my favorite wrestlers out there. I actually got to interview Miro yesterday for Inside the Ropes. Oh, and no. He literally, when I when we brought up the whole change with Clark Connors, he said, he's like, whatever that guy from New Japan is, I'm going to eat him alive. Um, <laughs> so, 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 oh, that hey. promo that Miro came in with on Wednesday after the match was crazy. Yo, no, Miro be cooking, bro. Miro got bars. He he don't he don't fuck around for reals, honestly. So, is that who you who you think is going to take it? SB three or? Um, I only because or is it recency I only... recency bias. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think with Miro, it's kind of a parallel move, if you know what I mean, with yeah. what he did with the TNT Championship. He already kind of cemented himself as like one of the best TNT champions. That I want to see him take that step up to the heavyweight division. If gotcha. he's not going to go for the AEW World Championship, I want to see him mix it up with a main eventer like a Hangman Adam Page, which I thought that match should have happened during Hangman's title reign, but Miro was in at the time and doing his movie in east of new york we said we're gonna we're gonna meet up in new york next time he's there because he showed love to new york so i had a, gotta show love to him but uh i think it's either pack or malachi black and i totally yeah. agree with will malachi black needs something at this point he's one mm-hmm. of those guys that is in that middle ground where people are like oh did he really make the right move going to aew or not right. and i think this would be the big win that he needs mm-hmm. yeah agreed yeah i can see that um but Nah, it's it, it, it's Pack over here, Newcastle. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Pack. I think Pack is set up to, for a good victory too. So it's going to be a dope match either way. Uh, there's a lot of dope shit that's going to happen on Forbidden Door. I'm very sad and upset that I won't be in attendance, but I'm going to watch with my eyes and be amazed. <laughs> 
at this great show. A lot of great shit. Moxley has been knocking it out of the park every time that he's talked. He sold this match like no one could. Like, if you didn't believe you wanted this match, every time that Moxley has done a promo, you're like, oh, yeah, I want this match, man. And then last night, Tanahashi on the special being like, you didn't get this match because you weren't on my level. There's big Tana in this building. Like, you know what time it is. Like, you know. He he definitely (laughs) definitely flipped his hair on my man last night. And I was like, yo. What's going on, man? Bro was like, yeah, all right, Moxley, whatever. Yeah, I, I, do think the, <laughs> I, I do think the women's match is going to be a lot better than people expect. And I feel like I say this every every pay-per-view now with Thunder Rosa because Thunder Rosa delivers. But I think that she's going to deliver. Um, Definitely. And I, I think Tony Storm has been getting more and more comfortable and confident um, since she got to AEW. Yeah. Um, that hip attack is is looking super oh, violent ooh, every time. Yo, um, <laughs> I be thinking she hurting people. Yo, with that, hip attack. that one on Marina was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Up. So I'm I'm looking forward to the women's match. I think that's gonna be very good. Yeah, uh, I think the I don't know why they're underestimating these two women because these two women like when it's go time they can go. And Tony Storm has been on an incredible run. Like every match that she's had since she's came into AEW has been a hit. Uh, she like just gets it. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's one of those yeah. wrestlers like when it's when the bell rings, like you know she's about to put together something dope and she continuously does it. And she could come out with the victory here. She could be the next AEW Women's World mad. Champion. Yeah. So I wouldn't be mad. I I, I do think that uh Thunder is gonna retain. Yeah. Um but I would be mad at it. Um nothing that Rosa has coming up really necessitates her being champion because i know she's going over and doing the uh tokyo joshi pro show yep doesn't really need to be champion to do Uh -uh. that um especially um, if she's going to be losing you know they don't like their champions to be losing ever so yeah so but i i'm still predicting that thunder rose is going to win um (laughs) but i wouldn't be mad with either outcome right it's gonna be dope um we got a couple more uh super chats over here Orion Ben six six six. Every wrestling city needs warnings for Great Ocon and Stokely. <laughs> they both cause more carnage than Brock Lesnar to a jobber. That press conference. That press conference that Stokely did, talking about <laughs> Statlander and he's taking her to court and how Keith Lee was in the back eating pop rocks. I just I don't know what was funnier that or that Keith Lee didn't know what pop rocks. Yeah, was. <laughs> like, hilarious. <laughs> um, Oh, what a man. guy, man. Yeah, no, I, like I was saying before, Stokely Hathaway, the best pickup. I knew that when he got signed to AEW, that he was going to do exactly what he's doing now. And that's be entertaining in front of the camera, behind the camera. He's going to be continuously putting out videos. He has free arrange to just put out content without the fucking boss being mad at him. So yeah. this time the boss is interacting with them clowning. Uh, I saw Tony Khan tweet like, uh, Stokely, I heard you went to Wheezy Jefferson University the other day. I'm like, bro, <laughs> it's crazy out here, man. Shout out to Stokely Hathaway. Um, this week on Dynamite, there was some. Um... Why y'all doing this? Why y'all doing Athena like this, man? I'm tired of it. Honestly. Stop being mean. Stop being mean to Athena. Come on, dude. Let her talk. That's how she talks. That's what she says. Lace front is front, and that's how she talks. You can't be mad at her for how she talks. Um, I I actually thought that her and, and Statlander had a hilarious segment. I didn't see what was wrong with it. I thought it was funny. Me too. 
I ain't see an issue. And yeah, they always want to just uh, like put the microscope on everything Athena says. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one minute, the, the same people that are like, oh, AEW needs more writers. They go, oh, why is the writers giving Athena this? You just said they don't have writers. So what are you talking about? Like, I was like, oh, God. The math ain't math. Yeah, uh, they don't they don't know what lane to math. play. And like, yeah, that's that's what gets me crazy. Like, which is it, bro? Is she doing it or are the writers doing it? Who do you want to be mad at? Why do you got to be mad at somebody? Because some people just talk like the way that they talk and you can't be mad at them for it. But yeah, I like yeah. the way what her and Statlander are doing. They said something about Willow Nightingale in their promo, yeah. too, which got me excited. So and also Willow's on her way to Japan, too. It's lit for Willow Nightingale, honestly. Man. She's killing it right now. Everything that she's Tokyo doing. Tokyo Joshi Pro mm. show looks amazing. Yeah, it's fire. They they know they are scouring the scenes for some dope shit and they're making it happen. So yeah, shout out to them. Um, Jake Salazar says Denise screwing Will over with her always. I gotta yell into the microphone on every podcast. She's basically Fightful's Vicky Guerrero. Wow. Denise. Damn. Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, they got wow. some smoke for Denise today. Like that, oh, I gotta man. check this show out because man, Denise is going crazy. Mets fan for life. I know it was a go home show, but who had Okada showing up on Dynamite in Milwaukee in the Graph City office pool? Zero out of zero of us had him showing up, or did they? Did you think I, he was going to show up on the go home show, Phil? I figured he would show up before the pay per view because yeah. I figured that was going to be a way to introduce the, the audience to him and then have him on like vignettes and stuff before the pay per view. Mm-hmm. And uh, what a I sell mean, by uh, we were talking about this on Day After Dynamite. JR has been tremendous in like introducing yes. all the New Japan. Like he got over Okada when Okada came out. He's like, yo, no, that's Okada, bro. Y'all better recognize <laughs> like he does it. He does this. He's not fake. So I really like what Jim Ross has been doing. To kind of because usually in that position he could be totally out of it. I guess him being connected to New Japan plays a big role. So he's he is connected to these things, but great sell that he's been doing for all these wrestlers. He made Okada, Tanahashi, Will Ospreay, all these guys look like and mean big stars. So JR has been yeah. killing it. Yeah. I wonder voice, who's gonna voice. be on the call tomorrow for the uh for commentary because they got about 85 commentators to uh to go so i mean i'm assuming jr is going to be on um i don't know who else excalibur yeah yeah probably Um, kevin kelly for the iwgp world heavyweight championship matchup which i'm a big he might be there for the whole thing honestly kevin kelly yeah i can see yeah Yeah. they Uh, they love three and four commentators but mm -hmm. uh kieran actually made me think of something with like the okada debut has Mm -hmm. there been i think okada he, he made a good point that okada's coin drop is the closest thing to the stone cold glass shatter in yes, this generation. Definitely. Like, definitely. I was like, like I was like on point. Yeah, yeah. It's the closest there is. Um and look, I'm not going to talk about, you know, my bias in Milwaukee getting the coin drop first. <laughs> Milwaukee. Like look, uh, but <laughs> is it, aren't you guys in really super close proximity to? Man, look. Milwaukee is a is a dreaded nemesis. Like I was just talking to my dad on the phone. Um, about how the the day I knew I was done with Anthony Davis is when he said in an interview that he would rather play in Milwaukee than Chicago. I was like, done with this guy. <laughs> done. I don't hey, care if you're the Bucks, man. It's I the don't Bucks. care if you're from Chicago. That that was nasty to me. I was like, yo, you would rather play in Milwaukee than your hometown? Yeah, nah. Well, they were saying in the chat that you're an Anthony Davis defender, SP3. So I am. 
I am. He's going to be top five in MVP candidate next this year. Guy's talking he, crazy. He's, just, he's, he's resting up. He, it's rested up. You this know, you, guy it's like, is y'all had, y'all had to shame that man into the gym because you let, <laughs> because you he let was talking about up. he hadn't touched the basketball since April. You think that's going to be your MVP? He's just resting up. JJ Redick made a good case for it. JJ was like, "No, I JJ didn't touch was the right. ball. I didn't touch the ball for 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 a minute after the season ended. I did my weights. I did I, I did my preparation, know, and then I started shooting. And JJ Redick's one of the greatest shooters of all time. So I don't Anthony know, Davis man. Is <laughs> I don't know. So look, but no, JJ was right, and I I do think that people overreacted to that clip, but at the same time. You think anybody on the same team as LeBron James is going to win MVP? They're not going to let that happen. Right. The league is not no. going to let that happen. LeBron no is not going to let that happen. No way. That, that, that's not happening. And, again, Davis deserves everything he gets for going and playing with that guy. You 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 let uh, your boy Rich Paul, you know, sell you that dream. Come on back home, Zach Levine. Don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. Don't let him. Come on, don't Zach. Let him. Come on, Zach. Hey, Rich Come on Paul got the sell don't, sells, don't though, man. Don't Come let him tell over. you. Look, look what happened to uh to Trez when he bought into what Rich Paul was saying. Out mm. in Charlotte with nothing to do, getting caught mm. on drug cl- cases. Come mm. on, man. <laughs> Don't listen to him. Anthony, Anthony Davis got a championship out of it. That's all I gotta say. Okay. That's all he wanted. He ain't, he ain't gonna That's get another one. <laughs> he got a championship. He he's he seems like he's the type of player that's playing like he's got house money. He already got his championship. He yeah. he was off for five months before he was able to get it. So he's good. He's like he's like I'm playing with house money. I'm good nah. for the rest of my career. I don't know, NBA man. champion Anthony Davis. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Come man. on, man. That's it. I think that's his only championship, bro. That's uh, it. But yeah, no, no, no. Milwaukee and Grayson Allen. I'm still annoyed. Grayson Allen hitting threes on us, getting us out the playoffs. But whatever. <laughs> uh, I can't believe y'all let Grayson make it rain on y'all, y'all like, like Grayson that. Grayson Allen coming to United wow. Center and make it rain. Ew. Wow, 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 wow! It's crazy out here. <laughs> What's up with Milwaukee, man? Why y'all beefing like that, Phil? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just Milwaukee and Wisconsin. Like, I have my hatred up high for this, especially Wisconsin. Like, Packers fans are. Ugh, oh, worse. yeah, that's beef. That is beef. You're right. Okay, I get it. It's like Raiders and 49ers fans. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, like somebody it's like might Nick, die when they get together. Knicks and Nets fans? Yo, that New mm. York beef is real, yo. The yeah. Knicks fans be hating yeah. on the Nets. Yeah, they don't really have, they don't have nothing to beef about, though. Like, yo, yeah, what's I the know beef? they don't. I know I, they just hate the they hate. I think it's really the fact that KD really wanted to go to the Knicks, but right. Kyrie Did he talked know? him into. Yeah, no, no. This I told you, I have inside information. Yeah, no, literally, I thought that was a thing that he wanted to yeah, go to. Literally, the literally, my my the person I'm talking about that's in and he does business with Kyrie as well. He told me in like. 2018 he was like yo Kyrie and KD go into the Brooklyn Nets he was like bet on it put some money on it it's happening I was like alright whatever I think they go into the Knicks he was like he was like, nah KD wants to go to the Knicks but Kyrie is trying to convince him to go to the Nets and then it happened and I was like oh okay I see you are you are working with Kyrie alright cool so yeah it, th- this is entire information I'm giving you KD wanted to go to the Knicks and Kyrie convinced him wow Kyrie, Kyrie screwing over the Knicks, man. <laughs> That's all I heard out of what, this. What, yeah. what, wouldn't be the first time that a point guard went to New York and screwed over the Knicks. Hey, hold on a minute. <laughs> uh, okay. There's a lot of that. 
<laughs> wow. Brent Lochner says, people hating AEW is one thing, but never expected them to resort to witchcraft. Going to be a great show, but yikes. Wait, what? Witchcraft. <laughs> witchcraft. Yeah, what? Nah, it, this has been, like, crazy. Like, this this show does feel cursed. Like, so many people are getting hurt. It's horrible. What is going on? They got voodoo dolls in the back. They're like, Ishii's next. Give me the Ishii voodoo doll. Like, what did he have to... Like, man. what? Why, man? I, I do feel a lot luckier that I got to see Ishii versus Suzuki uh, at Windy City Riot now because mm-hmm. he's not going to be on that card. Great match. Great show, that one. I love the Osprey. That's another match from Osprey. Osprey and Moxley. That was a great That was a great match. Yeah, that well. was an excellent oh, match. Oh, that was dope. You were there, weren't you, Phil? I was there. Chi-Town stepping. I love Chi-Town for getting all the shows, and I also hate them for getting all the shows. Come on, man. <laughs> That's great. The I am La Lucha. <laughs> Had to show love for the coming to America drop. Appreciate you. Queen um, 2B. Shout out to coming to America. The homie Eloquent says wrestler of the year equal King Switch US of J. Now Jay White has been cooking, honestly. He's uh he's on fire. The IWGP world champion. I think he's going to get the victory. Like I was saying, um, I think they're going to play. They're continuously playing up on the MSG thing, and I think he needs to get his In America revenge by beating Okada here in Chicago. So, yeah, I can't see King Switch losing this title here, but, I mean, stranger things have happened. Yeah, I I get the feeling he's going to win that match as well. Right. Um, I think we're going to get closer to – uh, Adam stabbing him in the back, mm-hmm. but not quite yet. Um, I said on Twitter yesterday, Adam Cole is basically Starscream. He's just yeah. he's just sitting in the background, scheming on everybody, mm-hmm. trying to take take Omega's place. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, but yeah, it's gonna be a good match. Do y'all think this leads to either of the Adams over in Japan? I wouldn't mind Hangman Adam Page back in Japan because mm-hmm. he's another one uh, for, you know, his title reign. He deserves some shouts for wrestler of the year. So if yeah. he was able to do a tour in Japan and have some singles matches against Tadahashi, against Okada, even if he, if he goes against like someone like Shingo, him and Shingo, I think would mm-hmm. tear it up. That would yeah, be no. a ridiculously fantastic match up there so hangman adam page i think he would benefit from it but i think the right result on sunday is jay white getting the win over adam cole pin adam cole, cole in this match to to kind of progress that little story there like adam cole tries his best to kind of sneak the win out but switchblade all he needs is one blade runner one two three and gets the <laughs> Yeah, I I love if if Adam Cole loses this match, it's definitely going to be like that clip going around of Sammy and Bobby Valentino all singing one wish. <laughs> oh my and Jay god! Wish is like, look, it, Jay, bro, Ray J's like looking like, yo, what's going on, man? I like, did. I don't know how I missed it, but I caught up on all the drama last night, and I was laughing so. The worst verses hard, I've ever seen. Bro. What was Ray J doing when he looks? He's like B. I know I didn't hit that run. I know I heard it, but I'm going to do it. I'm like, yo, what are you doing on stage right now? He said he couldn't hit the notes because he had his kid in his hand. I'm like, yo, Ray J is wild. Ray J is a menace, man. (laughs) First of all, Ray J running over to pick up one of his kids before he started singing. And and his daughter ran. And then he's like, no. He got his son, and his son like immediately went limp like that. Put me down. (laughs) 
<laughs> Ray, Ray J, man. Oh my God! But yeah, yeah that clip of him of them singing "One Wish" and him look. <laughs> they said that Ray J's villain or, origin story when it looks over to him and he's just like these yeah. motherfuckers, man. Holy, oh, I cannot Word. believe that was Definitely. some chaos. I like see. I like that better than the ones that go all well and everybody's happy. No, I want versus to be chaos oh, it was, was absolutely perfect. chaos man yeah. I, that was not a good versus at all you had you had omarion no omarion out there doing whatever omarion was doing eating watermelon i was like what is happening <laughs> <laughs> versus man that is versus that was not on my it. bingo card oh, Omarion and Orion centrally eating watermelon. On yeah, like, no, I didn't know it was going to go like that at all. Amazing. Great. No, I like it like that. I like that chaos. My favorite is still the uh, Bone Thugs and <laughs> Three Six Mafia because they was like they were like really going to beat up Busy Bone at one point. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what? This is chaos. This is why you can't. It needs to go back to everybody's in their individual houses and we're live streaming from my living room because... Yeah, somebody's we, gonna we, get hurt we we gotta get, get a limit on, on drinks before guys can get on stage and sing, that's the most important thing because mm -hmm. yeah nah it's not it's not what's happening bro i know swiss was saying something about that on one of the shows one of the old timer shows he was like we're gonna get it together with the drink and it's like no you're yeah, not like, they're yeah. not gonna do it without the drinking they, that's their yeah, favorite part nah because i mean even mario at certain points mario was out there sauce talking talking <laughs> trash i was like yo mario Omario oh, was losing bad, but Mario talking <laughs> trash to him and then going into these like these like immaculate falsettos and runs afterwards. I was like, what no, is Mario, happening right now? Mario was cooking them boys because Mario's Mario, like, no, I can actually sing. Y'all are dancing and doing all kind of tricks, but I got the vocals to back it up. Yo, so. the funniest the funniest part of this entire verses to me was um Jeremiah getting on stage and singing and Mario in the background, like, yo, y'all sound crazy. That <laughs> <laughs> was hilarious. Amazing versus 10 out of 10. Do it again. I like this cast. When they yo. first announced it, I was like, I don't, Mario and Omarion, I don't know. That's not, I don't know if they have enough to fill it, but bro. Comedy, bro. Pure comedy. It. Great. Amazing. Comedy elevates it. <laughs> Further housing. Been having problems problem who i want to win during the build miro been my pick but i really want to see Pac win hard pick yeah he's gonna um Come on, pack. i think we all agree the big packer <laughs> nah, man, i want to see more definitely don't agree on no packers bro <laughs> agreeing on those <laughs> jake says i think he called okada njpw golden boy i mean he is I mean, what he, he is. is he's the guy yeah he is one of the goats. Golden boy. I love it. Just like uh, your favorite boxer. What's his name? Oscar De La Hoya. Jake Salazar says, street clothes, Davis, MVP. You need to take a drug test. Honestly, I don't know if he's going to. MVP talk is crazy, SP3. That's, Man. Street clothes, Davis. Street clothes, Davis is wild. We say a lot of wild stuff on FMC, and we just have to keep going with it. So I, that was one of my wild statements that Anthony Davis going to be top five MVP candidate. So I'm just going to go all in on it. It's going to happen. By the time December comes and he's injured and he's on the bench, I'll go off of it. But until then, I'm staying on this. It's going to happen. We're going to get 
get if rid he, of Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis, top man. five. Oh, top oh five how the mighty have fallen, man. You guys were were all celebrating and happy to have Westbrook. Everybody was trying to kick Katie's back in because he left him in OKC. <laughs> and now it's like, nah, we don't want him in LA. We yeah. don't want him. We don't wow. want him. Shame. Man, you, you, shame, were, you shame. were there with me. You were there with me during our preseason conversation. And I said, it's, it's a little shaky, but I'm going to stick with my team. And you even said you thought the Lakers was going to make it far as well. But I did. We, we were wrong. We were wrong, I, I, I did. Um, it, it was a it was a very fun uh, meltdown. Though I did enjoy every second of it. Listen, I'm sure. Uh, the the one of many things me and my dad agree on. My dad is a, a avid Brian hater, like an avid <laughs> Brian hater. He hates him. <laughs> so, avid is hilarious. So my dad has uh, the he had a NBA league pass. He would watch every game just to laugh at them. Mm. Just to just to watch them lose and laugh, he he in, thoroughly enjoyed the season. <laughs> this is the first on, time man. I canceled NBA League Pass because I couldn't I couldn't watch. You couldn't. The You're like I'm not. I, I just watch. not even gonna give myself the option to watch them. <laughs> I was like I'm wa- I'm wasting money watching this team. I'm like I'm, I'm gonna cancel this real quick. I had to stop. I had to stop. I'll make a decision. Alan Jeanette says, "Hey Phil Lindsay, hashtag Fear the Deer." <laughs> Nah, man. They, they, hey, man. That's cool. They went home just like we did. Oh, man. They man. All love to the Gravity crew. Great work, as always. Appreciate that, Alan. That's hilarious. Y'all are funny. Fan Twin Blade. Milwaukee and Chicago are enemies just like St. Louis and Chicago and New York and Chicago and L.A. and Chicago and Chicago and Chicago. Oh, no, nah, man. I, I do have beef with some New Yorkers because I, I get tired of New Yorkers doing a we invented everything routine. It's like y'all have not invented everything. New like, Yorkers do be going with that. They do be going with that. They got hip hop, though. So I like anything after that is fine. I don't care. Like you get you did hip hop. You could say whatever you want from this point. And so. basketball. Just saying basketball. Right. Excuse basketball. me basketball it wasn't created in springfield it was created on rucker park <laughs> y'all y'all love doing this rucker park thing I, I, y'all love this rucker park thing i've talked to i've talked to other new yorkers yes. like y'all don't have no street hoopers in chicago i'm like yo what wow no i, I never said that i never said that. <laughs> Crazy. i know i know y'all do i know y'all what do. the list of guys that are like legends here like what what? I've never been to Chicago, and I know for a fact that they got street hoopers out there. How would they not? You can't have, like, that energy and not have street hoopers. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I, I had a friend from New York in college that was like, y'all all claim Jordan, and he's from New York. I'm like, he ain't ever played a single <laughs> sport for a New York team, and y'all trying to claim him New York. No, 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 no. New York cannot claim <laughs> You cannot claim Jordan, Jordan man. That's Like, crazy. what's wrong with you? That's wild. He was That's born wild. here. Oh, here we go. Okay. <laughs> specifics and technicalities. <laughs> R. Dickinson 08 says, those Athena jokes make everybody look bad. Shake my head. I agree. Nah, man. I, I like Athena, man. I, I think uh, I'm looking forward to her doing more matches. I wish people would uh, ease up on some of their criticism of her. Yeah, but it is what it is. It's, she's it's, been throwing that eclipse uh, recently. Every time she does it now, it's like, ee, she's whipping that thing. Especially on Kira. Kira be I'm selling the hell yeah. out of that, yo. Shout out to Kira. <laughs> oh, yeah, and they announced that uh, Red Velvet was out with an injury. We interviewed Red Velvet earlier this week, and they announced yeah. that she's out with an injury and that they're going to replace her. They're going to find a new baddie 
So lucky for us, we all get to see new baddies being made. It's going to be a great time. Uh, A lot of people are rallying for Sunny Kiss to be the new baddie. So it'll be interesting to see if they, you know, implement Sunny in there and what they're going to do. Maybe maybe they're going (laughs) to. Hey. Could you imagine? That would be Yo, crazy. Could you that imagine, <laughs> bro? That oh would be my Daddy God. Boss. Daddy boss. But then, you know, Kira and Sasha. I mean, I, I think that would be kind of the fun story of it. <laughs> That's of the fun part. When is she going to turn on them? Um, but Immediately. Uh, I, I'm I'm of course speculating. I don't think yeah, that that's that's gonna pure speculation, and that's just but a wild thing to think about. Though that would be that would be a crazy thing to happen in mm. the year of 2022. Like really, like Mercedes. Wow, that'd be crazy. My brain is like, what? <laughs> <laughs> she was just in the Royal Rumble, but yeah, that's how it works out here. Jake said he will be in Japan when he wins that title Sunday. I'm guessing Adam Page. Uh, I think Adam Page will be over there for something. I think they're going to try to – it seems like Wrestle Kingdom might get – I mean, how it's two nights now, you can definitely do another Forbidden Door over in Japan. All AEW people are over there for one of those Wrestle Kingdom nights. That wouldn't be a bad idea at all, right? Yeah, I think Will, I think Phil got got a good shout there because I don't think Okada is going to win the G1. I think he's going to beat Jay White in the semifinals and mm-hmm. lose to Naito because Naito's been saying this for like two, three years now. He wants to go back to main event Tokyo Dome so he can yeah. get the final salute instead of getting jumped by Kenta like last time. Uh, right. So I think it's going to be Naito and Jay White in the main event. So Okada's free. Okada's call, card is free. So bring CM Punk. You could do CM Punk and Okada. You could do CM Punk and Tadahashi there. Mm-hmm. Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. Moxley yep. can get involved at, at uh, Wrestle Kingdom. There's a lot of great options now. And All also, right. you got Kushida just came back. So Hiromu could possibly get his main event with Kushida because those are the two greatest junior heavyweights since Jushin Thunder Liger to be in the main event at Wrestle Kingdom. I would love Hard to agree. Yeah. Man, if I had to fantasy book it, I do think you should do the Okada match at Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. You should have like the hard fought match, have them do the the handshake of respect. He's like waving afterwards, Okada's walking away, and like then Kenta comes out and jumps him. Mm-hmm. That's 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 yeah. the setup. That's it. Yeah. We need to see Kenta. CBD's CBD's nuts says Milwaukee is like the Dr. <laughs> Cherry Vanilla Dr. Pepper to Chicago's original 23 flavor. Like, it's not bad. It's a fun city, but it's not Chicago at all. I mean, you know, it, it's, it's good, but it ain't enough. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it is. Why the fuck ain't Kenta on the card? He's SMH still injured, I think. I, I think he's still recovering for his injury f- f- ahead of the G1. Not Another sure. injury that just took us away a match that. Like, Kenta yeah, could have been in there with anybody to sell that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, he's been injured since Wrestle Kingdom. He it's took been a that minute. nasty bump. <laughs> mm-hmm. that, that spot, that the high fly flow off the ladder through mm. the table. Oh, he, yeah. He still hasn't he's recovered still from up. that. Right. Yeah. I, 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 and that's why I think that Naito's not on this card. I saw, I heard some people saying like, you know, he just got eye surgery, and you know, you don't want to give too much on the first Forbidden Door. I think they putting him in bubble wrap so he can win the G one. That's what yep. I think. Why Naito's not like on you this can card. rest, bro. It's fine. We will <laughs> use you over here. It's okay. I mean, I did want to see him here, but I mean, if he's gonna win the G one again, I'll take it. Yeah. 
Agreed. Derek Gordon says, Dax and Seth have been killing it, but I can't say they're rest of the year because they lost most of those matches. It's Mox, Jay White, or Roman to me. Roman. Hard disagree on Roman. Sorry. Yo, for real. Like, I don't, Roman hasn't had a great match since last summer. Like, oh. what is people talk? You have to have great matches. I mean, a lot of people like well. the riddle match. That was really good. That was, was but I'm talking match. about on a pay per view. I'm but talking like about a big scale. Yeah, agree. Yeah, on a I, big scale event, he hasn't mm-hmm. had a great match since like, and I'm I think I'm in the minority when I say the John Cena match at SummerSlam was great. I thought it was a great main event matchup, but that's the last time that I could really legitimately say that because it was going great with Finn Balor, and then the turnbuckle God hated Finn Balor there, and the he company hasn't had hates a, Finn Balor. Oh my <laughs> that's God, that's so true. I blocked that memory out of my mind, SP3. I forgot about Dark Finn Balor falling Man, off the fucking why, top What rope. is going oh on? So God. they made this big to-do about him joining Judgment Day, and then yep. he's not on the show. On main event. What's going main on event. with Balor? I, I don't know. And, and don't get me wrong. Look, I think Roman is doing the best character work of his career. Um, I, do, I did enjoy the first half of this title reign, but... No, he hasn't had a good title defense since, what, like the SmackDown match with Danielson? Honestly? It's been a while, big bro. Yeah. I, I, nah, I, he is, he's not in the rest of the year conversation. I don't think he is. Uh, Sai, I'm working on the PWI 500 at the moment, and it's been filled. I've been wrestling. Wrestlers have been my life, and it's been a fight for the number one spot, and so... But as you guys know, PWI 500s, kayfabe, kayfabe, kayfabe. If you did, you hold the belt for 500 days. Uh, yeah, he, I mean, look, I've I've said it every time we talk on here. We know it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, but it could not. I don't know. Uh, Van Twins Wade says, "Where's Humpers, Reg?" Pump, pump, pump. Yeah, that's who right. Would, we don't we don't have Humper chance. Who uh, would ever have known? Um, I don't know how do you access the Humper Chat. Somebody needs to uh, give us access to that. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, those look like to be Humpers from last week on here. Um, yeah. <laughs> Wait, Humpers from last week? Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, we talked a little bit of SP3 brought it up and Phil wanted. I don't even know. Look, just go with it today. Next week, everything will be back to normal. Today, <laughs> we're just shooting from the hip. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, some more Japanese wrestling. Earlier this week, Kushida returned back to New Japan Pro Wrestling, something that we were all... I think we all knew this was happening when he got released from WWE. We're like, yo, he's back in New Japan. And he got on the mic to say that I'm back forever. I'm never leaving again. I don't know why I left. What the fuck was I doing over there? They had me in jacket time, bro. It's weird. What the fuck? I'm back. So, yeah, um, Kushida is back. Yeah, uh, right after a very good uh, junior heavyweight championship match, uh, mm-hmm. he redebuted. Um, I figured he was going back to the New Japan. Yeah. Um, I was one of those people, the second I saw that picture of him doing a handshake, I was like, no, what are you doing, buddy? Don't come mm-hmm. here. Like, this is not... This isn't gonna work. Don't it's, come here. Don't do it. Like don't don't come to don't come don't. to WWE. It's don't, not gonna dude. work. Yeah, um, it's not gonna work. I mean, yeah. and look, we can we can get into how some people have come over and it's worked. Um, I would defy anybody to name me a Japanese wrestler that it's worked out for. 
Um, because what is Nakamura doing? True. I mean, I I said last week I thought it was crazy that Nakamura came out and challenged Roman, and then he proceeded to embarrass this man, and he got he they basically got him out of here, and he didn't even get a chance to challenge for that title. That right. sucks. Lost his title match to Jinder Mahal, fam. Don't 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 come Ooh. to this company, Kushida. I knew that this was gonna be a mistake, that especially hurt. especially you. Like they don't usually book smaller guys well unless you're exceptional. And I just I just felt like this wasn't gonna work out. I was looking at how they did Kenta. I was like, no, this isn't gonna work. And so, um, now of course you know I want good things for the guy. So when yep. he was happy to be here, I'm happy for him. It seemed right. like he was happy living in Florida with his family. Um, but yeah, once he, uh, once he put out that, uh, out that tweet that he was leaving and he requested the release, I was like, yeah, it's lit. Let's, let's get out of here. (laughs) Um, so, but no, him, him, like you said, doing that, uh, promo where he was like, I'm never leaving again. And then Mm -hmm. he put out like a whole notes app, um, joint where he expressed his reasons for going back to new Japan. And he reiterated, I am never going back. I was like, yo, they really hurt that man. Man. (laughs) Bro said, I ain't even going back to visit. Like, I'm staying. I Man, and I saw he had his uh, kind of like his farewell um, party before he left. And he had mm-hmm. like a bunch of like who's who of Japanese wrestlers there. And I was like, no, nah, he's really he's really out of here. Yeah, no, um, he's gone. Yeah. Um, Moving to Los Angeles to be closer to the L.A. dojo. And I loved him saying like, oh, all that stuff y'all heard, that was fake news. I ain't never mm-hmm. want to be a heavyweight. I ain't never want to turn heel. I ain't never want to be in the Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. He shut down all that stuff that came out after he left New Japan. And that's why, you know, I heard some people that were like, oh, he's going back to be a junior heavyweight. Well, that, I'm not interested in that. Wait, what? Like, you, you obviously going... don't watch New Japan because right. this guy has delivered classics in the mm-hmm. junior heavyweight division and the junior heavyweight division needed him. It's yep. so much better with him because El Desperado is now a star. He's been like the ace of the division for the last yep. year. Hiromu Takahashi is even a bigger star than when Show. he left in 2019. Show. Show. Well, yep. well, I'll be honest. They ruined it putting him with house of torture and they're making him they're making him junior heavyweight evil so i'm not gonna say show <laughs> junior heavyweight evil i mean he not still gets in the ring he's still evil. dope in the ring when, yeah. he, when he is when they allow him he's been dealing yeah. with the wrench and the referee distraction stuff uh, i i i didn't i didn't like him in the best of super juniors <laughs> Jay, man. best the of wrench Yo. Best of Super Juniors showed that they got talent. Like Ace Austin's been coming over. Alex Zane is a part of the next tour. El Fantasmo has stepped up. Robbie Eagles has stepped up. Like it's so many good guys that, that insane, he hasn't man. really faced that he can mix it up with. And New Japan is different where they don't put you in that junior heavyweight box anymore. You got El Fantasmo in the G1 this year. You had Hiromu in the New Japan Cup. So he can get out and face those heavyweights, but they need him in the junior heavyweight division right now. Man, and Leo Rush is coming back to, to New Japan as Leo a Rush, heavyweight. Baby. Um, if we're getting Leo versus Kushida at some point, give it to me. I'm all um, in. And I mean, because I, I think some people go like, all right, well, he's just going to go back to doing what he was. And I mean, go back to being one of the greatest junior heavyweights ever. That yes, awesome. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, he's going to go back to that. Um, and I mean, look, I mean, if this was like WWE creates the treat the juice the cruiserweights then maybe i would agree with that but i think he's going right. to be just fine if he goes back um 
And I think his legacy is cemented. I think I think him leaving was really him trying to broaden his audience and travel yeah. the world and wrestle. Um, it's and like that's an excursion. Yeah, that's what I always yep. thought it was. But then he got here and didn't even get to travel. You got to you got yeah. to NXT when it was no longer a touring brand. You're stuck right. in the same venue, and some of that was the pandemic. I, I I will shoot WWE some bail and say that some of that was not on just NXT. You know becoming what it is now but no kushida is back where he belongs he's back home yeah uh yeah i'm looking forward to whatever he does next kushidi back in the building yeah whatever happens it's gonna be dope they they feature their junior heavyweights like big stars anyways uh they have big shows for them they have tournaments for them like it's way different as a junior heavyweight champion or junior heavyweight champion contender in New Japan than, you know, any yeah. other place as a junior heavyweight wrestler. So Man, and if this gets us Kushida on an AEW show, come on, man. There's yeah, so many guys at AEW. Yeah, there's yeah. so many AEW guys he can work. Um and, and matter of fact, way before any of this, I was like, man, it would make sense for Kushida to if not sign with AEW to to just show up and do shows like man. Yep. If if he was taking if he was taking uh Brian's spot on Sunday I take that. I don't think that's going to happen, but no. if that was the role, option, though. I'd take it. Yeah. yeah. He does fit the role, though. Jake says, Adam Page will be the new IWGP champion. Uh, it's possible. Uh, mm. I don't know. Um, mm. I did I really... I don't think that's going to happen, but I really did like uh, the bit off of uh, being the elite this week where... Uh, Evil Uno was basically telling him, like, look, you fought all this time to be champion, and then mm. once you got it, you didn't seem happy. And right. I think that's a very good story, and I've been telling people that that's the story. The story is that he worked that hard to get there, and he did all of these things that he felt like he needed to do to be champion. Mm-hmm. And then when he looked around, he was like, this isn't me. Like, I'm not who I was getting here. Um, mm-hmm. And so I didn't, I didn't think him losing to Punk was the failure that some people thought, because I think it's still part of his story. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think the long term story is him reuniting with Kenny and the Young right. Bucks. And that needs to have I think next year's Blood and Guts needs to be Undisputed Elite versus the OG Elite. That's mm-hmm. what needs to happen. And that's the completion of Hangman getting back together with Omega and the Bucks. Yeah. So. Said he was looking for a broom as well and being the elite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great bit that being Lily. Uh, Jake also says we've talked about Jay stealing it from Adam Cole, but never about Adam Cole costing Jay White. I don't think it's time yet. I it's not time. It's not time yet. And They're not going to use Jay White as a transitional champion. I think I've, I've, I've watched all of the Jay, all of the Adam Cole discourse, and I'm not going to oh, get the into Adam any, Cole discourse. I'm not going to get into any of the weird. Um, he's not as good in AEW. We've been we've had this discourse going on for almost a year now. It's right. stupid. Uh, but I think that he's going to lose this match because I think that he's going to continue to look weak to people. And I think that is the story. I think he's going to look like he's not a threat until he finally turns around and he betrays everybody and he actually puts his scheme into work. So I think he's going to either take the pin on Sunday or he's going to lose in some other way. But he's Scheming. Not. Yeah, he's absolutely he scheming. He's main schemer, Adam Cole. I think his first gold in AEW, I think it's going to be him, O'Reilly, and Fish winning those trios titles. I mm. think that's what they're going to give him outside of the Owen Hart Foundation Cup. Right. 
Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't really need a championship right now. No, he's he, he's the guy is one of the most over guys into the comp in the company. Mm-hmm. He's not. He doesn't need a championship. Um, I I think you can make him champion at some point, but there's no rush. I agree. Jake also says Roman literally the literally does five moves and that's it. I mean, Look, Roman can work, man. I don't want to turn the WWE specialty. I don't want to turn yeah. this into Roman is not a good wrestler. Roman can work. I just haven't enjoyed most of his title defenses in a while. I feel like most of them have been very formulaic and pretty predictable. And that's not his fault. I think it's the way that they book him. True story. And just is what it is with, with Roman. I, I like the Riddle match, but it's not anything that I'm like going to go back and watch like at the end of the year as a match of the year candidate. Right. No, he he hasn't had one of those in over a year now. Right. Like uh, Seth is the only matches you really want to be running back at this point. If you're going to be running back, yeah, definitely. Should WWE man event styles, you know. Definitely should run that back because Seth got screwed. Yeah. Come on, man. Give him his uh. Give him his rematch. Yeah, Seth needs that rematch. He needs one of them belts or both of them belts. I don't know what they're doing with them belts. Hey, man, but it's all right. He's going to win money in the bank, and he's going to cash in because y'all yeah. playing with him. <laughs> I, I still think Seth should have turned babyface after the Cody match, and he should be the one versus Roman at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know about him winning money in the bank because I like the Sami Zayn story. I feel like that's more interesting because Sammy is trying to be in the bloodline and trying to protect the money in the bank from Roman. And you can have that whole interplay where he keeps helping Roman out. And then he has the he has this hangman looking at the AEW world title where he's looking at the mm-hmm. money in the bank like, should I cash in? Should I not? And, you know, finally, Sammy Zayn turning babyface where his best role, even though he kills any role, but his best role is as the underdog babyface and on, winning man. the title. Get, get the know. sky music back. Bring the sky music back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not and I like that, but I don't trust them to do that with Sammy. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They can't close it out. Yeah, it's gonna be way easier for them to close out the story with Seth, I think. So But yeah, no, I love Sammy Zayn. I love the works that he's been doing. I just keep looking back to that promo. Him and Kevin Kevin Owens tried to get him to come over and he's like, Leave me alone, bro. I'm over here now. Go back over there. We're doing different things. Go go back it. over there and feud with not Elias. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stay over there, Oose. For real, <laughs> with not Elias. Van Twinblay said, get on Insta and read off the Glory Pro post. I'm going to bring up the Glory Pro post at minimum. <laughs> Wherever those are. <laughs> um, yeah, um, you said something earlier about not wanting Kushida to, you saw that handshake picture. The person in that handshake picture is back in the building. He's trying to get his baby back, like them ribs from Chili's. Baby back, baby back. Triple H was back in the building. NXT 2.0. He walked in like, "What the hell is all of this?" Man, I uh, I laughed when I saw this because I immediately thought of you know all of this stuff that's happening in Titan Towers and all of this stuff that's happening in the company. And he probably looked around one day and like waited till everybody walked out out of the room and then called and was like, "Hey." Who's over at the Forum Seminar? They, they, they gone? I'm on my way. <laughs> he said, they gone? <laughs> I'm on my way. He walks in with like his, with his, when looks around for a second. Nobody's mm-hmm. in there. Then he comes back in with his bag. And yeah. somebody's like, wait, you're here? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm back. <laughs> I got my bag. I'm about to exercise. I'm back, baby. Triple H is back. What does this mean? Does anybody know what this means? Um, 
Mm. It's hard to tell what this means because um, they tried to tell us for so long that there was no real like split with with Triple H and NXT and right. Like, this, like even he said in that um, athletics article that you know this was the natural progression for NXT. This was always going to happen, and I was like, that's clearly not true. Yeah, but, that doesn't okay. sound right at all. Okay. Um, I don't think that this means that NXT is going to just like revert back to black and gold NXT, but. If this means that, you know, NXT has more of its touches, then I think that's a good thing. Um, I don't necessarily know what this means for people that work there. Because you did see other people that were like, uh, everything changed when Triple H left. Like, I think even Athena said that in that interview with Mm -hmm. uh, Chris Van Fleet. Um, And you saw other people say it. Um, So, I don't know. It's hard to tell what this means, but... At least he's back doing what he wanted to do. That's right. Size in this because it it clearly was this uncomfortable silence of him not being able to work with NXT for whatever reason. And it felt like they were firing all of his friends, taking everybody that him off their position. It felt really weird for a while, even though like his main homie is the H and I C over there now, but. It felt super weird for a while. So I guess this does feel good as like, okay, he's back to his job. He doesn't have to be black and gold immediately, but he is back in the building. He made a lot of great things, did a lot of great signings. Who could, could the signings thing change? Are they sticking to this NIL thing? What's going to happen with level up? Like there's a lot of things to be answered here. So. Level. I keep forgetting level up is a thing. Yeah, I always see that. Forget it exists. <laughs> yeah, they. I'll, I'll just see the random results. Blah 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 versus a uh, Hoofman Fleet on a uh, hmm, level wonder, up last week, and I'm like, what? Hmm, uh, wonder where they got that idea to have another show where they have dark matches and then run the ticker at the bottom of the show with the dark matches on it. Wonder where they got that from. Who would have thunk it, bro? Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Triple H. He is back. Um, yeah. His wife I'm, is in I'm interested. I'm interested to see what it means for NXT. But honestly, I feel like, you know, we've been hearing people not liking the decision to put Bruce Pritchard in the, as the head of talent relations. That should have been Triple H's role. He's so good with the with the talent and the whole the talent come from NXT basically. Now mm-hmm. when you look at the main roster, it's like eighty yeah, percent right. of the people that he worked with in NXT. He should have had that talent relations role. I think that this is a temporary thing until Bruce is like, "Yo, Vince, can you please? I, I know you only know three people, but please, I don't <laughs> want this job. I don't want this job. And Nick, Nick Khan don't want this job. So nope. and you can't call Johnny. So just have Hunter Yo, do it. Just you- have Paul do it. Absolutely. Can I call Johnny right please, now? <laughs> please, please, please do not call Johnny. Do not call him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It, that is that is interesting, though, because it does seem like internally we keep hearing that people didn't want to work with Johnny or, right. you know, it it seems like people... I've heard stories compl- for years about Bruce. People do not. Yeah, so not. why why would you yeah. pick that guy as the replacement? That is weird, but it does seem like they're like trying to do this keep away thing with Hunter mm-hmm. at the moment. I don't know why. Right. Well, I'm, the Bruce thing is really that Bruce is Vince because right. Bruce, all Bruce, Bruce got a hole in the back of his back that Vince just puts his hand in front of and makes him talk and stuff. <laughs> like, cause that, that's, that's exactly what, mm-hmm. what Dutch Mantel told me that himself. Dutch was like, <laughs> Bruce is in charge because Vince is in charge. That's yep. why. Agreed. Yeah. 
you could see it. I used to listen to a lot of his podcasts, and it's like, oh, you're just like now I see exactly what happened when he when they hired him again. I was like, Ugh. and then I've heard some just not awful things like a big yeah. part of the reason why Kofi Kingston lost in nine seconds is because of Bruce Pritchard. Like it's that he was the catalyst for that. So fuck off, Bruce Pritchard. Thank, um, <laughs> Eloquent says, when they going to let Chris Bay work new Japan? <laughs> There's a, uh, let's just move on. Yo, uh, <laughs> man, I feel bad. Cause I saw Chris, uh, uh, tweet, you know, what have you guys thought of my performance this year? And I was like, you've been great. I just want them. Chris Bay is amazing. I just want them yeah. to do more with you. Why yeah. on earth was he in the reverse battle royal? Oh, Jesus. Why was he not in the X division championship match? Like, I, and, and honestly, look, I like Eric as much as the next guy. I think he's great. I thought that that match in the main event ended up being well. Get Chris Bay in the world title picture, man. Like, Please what's going on, man? hurry, you guys. Like, if you're not going to have him in the X division, division, at least have him up there in the world title division doing something. He can't just be another guy. He's not just another guy. One of the most talented guys you got on your roster. Every time you put him in the ring, he does what he does. He's amazing. I can't believe he was in that match. Like, why wasn't he? Like, I didn't like that. They were just like, we need one black guy in our X division yeah, title I, I, match one I, at a time. So we're going to have them wrestle each other and whoever wins is the one. That's it. Like, no, there could be two. Yeah. There could be more. There could be a thing. That, But yeah, on top God. of that, I think Impact did have a really great show the other day, but that was a that was pretty weird that that they had Chris Bay in the yeah Slamversary was a good show. I just yeah. I just saw that and I was like, I just want better for Chris Bay. What's going on, man? Yeah, I asked a question before the pay per view on if the main event, what people thought of the main event, because it's like I get the I get I get it. The nostalgia's been twenty years. Eric Young's been there, but do people are people going to want to watch that? beyond the TNA casuals or I don't know what do you because there was a lot of people responding like I didn't watch TNA I watch Impact I don't care about that but then there's a lot of people that you know are coming back they brought like Dixie Cotter they like did did some things so I mean yeah it's tough. It's, it's tough because I do think from a story point of view Eric Young makes sense right um, in that spot but when you're talking about like who is gonna you know draw eyes to impact exactly like, that matchup is not gonna be one that gets people talking. Um, I don't think so. And no. I mean, again, it ended up being a really good match. It was a fun match, but Josh Alexander's there. You gonna you can yeah, put him in there with be pretty good. much anybody. It's gonna but, be dope. Yeah, I feel like that has been kind of impact's problem for a while. That you know the X division is the X division. It's always gonna cook. The women's division is doing well. But their world title scene just doesn't have the big stars that it needs. Um, and I feel like that showed at Slammiversary. And they just lost just, Morrissey and Matt Cardona, who were a big part uh, of it. Yeah, you too. knew Morrissey was gone. when he, Yeah, uh, Morrissey was out. Morrissey's like, WWE, <laughs> send my check, bro. What are y'all waiting on? You, you knew right. he was gone. When he had the showcase match on, on AEW with Wardlow, I, I knew what time it was. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, they they need some more main eventers in Impact. I think that's the biggest drawback to that company right now. Um, but again, Slammiversary was a good show. Um, I thought the X Division yeah. match was very good. Uh, mm-hmm. Speedball doing speedball things, winning the title. I've been um, waiting. I was wondering when they're gonna finally put the championship. I'm like, he's killing it in every weekend. Why isn't he the X Division champion? It, if you guys have him signed to a contract, it is weird that they just added. Ace Austin to Bullet Club, and then he lost the title at the next pay per view. That's kind of mm-hmm. weird. 
Um, but again, that's the same thing with Chris Bay. Like Chris Bay right. is in Bullet Club, but mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like it's really elevating him to bigger opportunities. Right. Which is strange to me. It is um, strange. I don't it's know. just unfortunate because nobody watches Impact. I'm sorry, you guys. I love Impact Wrestling. It's great. I think everyone should. But, like, taping – I've talked about it a million times. People don't want to watch tape shows. When Rampage is taped, people don't watch it. They just don't – they're just not interested. They don't, they don't think anything important is going to happen because it was taped. And if something important did happen, they would already heard about it from the taping. So it's really hard, tough position to be in. But Impact consistently puts on great shows, and they did it again here. The women's – queen of the mountain match was insane those women did some crazy things that bump that diona and chelsea took was scary very good match um (laughs) i have always thought that it is a confusing stipulation super Um, confusing (laughs) make any sense to me jordan at the end putting i'm like well this is so confusing and then she just slaps it and they ring them i'm like what is it it, yeah that stipulation has never made sense you gotta be in a box for two minutes like what what are y'all talking about I, I thought it was a very good match. I thought the story of almost everybody in the match having issues with Mickey James and mm-hmm. then she's the enforcer. I thought that was good stuff. I thought uh, Tasha Steele doing Tasha Steele things. And, you know, man, I, I wish her title reign would have lasted longer uh, because I really do enjoy her as a heel. Um, but, man, I feel like Jordan was due. I feel like Jordan has been due for a while. Um, she had some really good feuds with Deanna as champion. And then once Deanna went on that run... Jordan kind of went to the wayside. And so I think it's a good time to put the title back on Jordan. Um, and, yeah, it was a good match. And I like I like her whole mission statement, Jordan Gray, saying that she's going to win every championship in Impact Wrestling. And that was a good way to kind of start it off. And I totally agree. Queen of the Mountain, King of the Mountain, one of the most convoluted stipulations they've ever created. But it always produces great matches. Like, go it back is. and watch those ones with, like, AJ Styles and Chris Harris and Christian Cage and Jeff Jarrett. They were all great matches. The only one I didn't enjoy was when Samoa Joe had the, had the little penis on his face and he handed the title. <laughs> What <laughs> to, to Kurt Angle when he had when he was doing the Nation of Violence and he yeah, had that like, oh, tattoo yeah, on thing, his yeah. face. Uh mm-hmm. so yeah, that was the only one I've been <laughs> enjoyed. All the other ones I've enjoyed. I really enjoyed. I thought that this was the match of the night, and that definitely by Diana and Chelsea through the table. That was Crazy. scary. So that was scary. scary. They all, all those ladies delivered. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> Mia Yim doing the Sheldon spot was dope. Um, yeah. also doing, you know, what was done to her in NXT and tipping the ladder over to start mm-hmm. that one was also great. And her, uh, <laughs> putting that GIF up afterwards, like, yeah, who would have thought? How do we get it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So no, and I'm looking forward to what Mia Yim is going to do going forward with the knockout division. Same I think here. she's a great addition to that, uh, company. She's um, been having I, great matches. Yeah. And I, I think they are. I, I think they're in a good spot. I think um, I think Giselle Shaw is another very good addition. Um, yeah, speaking of the news that just came out this week yep. that you know she is trans. Um, mm-hmm. Man, that's uh, I, I don't I don't necessarily understand all of the news around it, um, but I do think that it is great that she is getting to tell her story, and I did like seeing her get so much media attention because um, she's really really good. She's a it's really good talent. wrestler. She is. I remember seeing her in Revolution Pro in 2019, mm-hmm. and me and my missus, like, she went against, uh, I won't mention the person, but we don't we don't mention her around these parts. I'll just say uh, Fessa Clanchard. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We first <laughs> her on that show, and 
she I, we were more impressed with Ch- Giselle Shaw than than Klesa. So uh, I, I enjoyed that yeah. so so much, and I I've loved seeing her in Impact Wrestling as well. Man, speaking of that, uh, that wow trailer came out, and we yeah. didn't see a certain nuclear um talent anywhere in that uh no nuclear heat in this clip that's for sure so i don't know man maybe uh maybe what sean was saying is right and they are not necessarily getting along at the moment (laughs) i I mean how could you at this point with this person that's just (sighs) a royal uh, fuck up man she really fucked the bag up Uh, speaking of knockouts too um lady frost put out that tweet oh yeah yeah yeah, was saying yeah. that she asked for a release. Lady Frost is excellent. One of the best results in the biz right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why she asked for a release, but definitely looking forward to whatever she does next. There's a lot of moving parts with the Impact Wrestling Women's Division because I, I, Phil and I just heard like a rumor about someone involved in the match we just talked about being somewhere else. So there's a lot of crazy things going on there uh Um, it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be hard to keep women there especially like the more money more money (laughs) other people offer them and then just like other companies getting it together with their women's division right um yeah i think it's only a matter of time before deanna's gone um i hate to say that yeah i think it's only a matter of time I, i think that she's built herself up to be one of the top women's wrestlers in the world and i think she belongs on national television man agreed 100% 100% agree with you. And I got to talk to her and everything she said, it was right before her AEW Dynamite debut. It just made me feel like she wants to be there. She mm-hmm. wants to be there. Like, I think the only thing that kind of is her like connective tissue to Impact Wrestling is Steve Macklin, her fiance, mm-hmm. and, Chelsea, and Chelsea Green. But Steve Macklin, he's been killing it. He's another guy that they should just, like you said, you, they're heavyweight division is so weak steve macklin is another guy that should be in their heavyweight division with chris bay with ace austin but they seem to kind of just position them just underneath there but if he wants to leave and go with diana to aew i wouldn't mind it at all yeah i listen i saw the glow up for diana before that match i saw just the different uh the difference in the in the swagger coming out in front of a bigger crowd it's only a matter of time Mm-hmm. Diona, yeah, it's going to be tough to keep Diona when contract time or whatever kind of contract things they have going on. So Jake says, why do that when you can have Cody versus Seth 15 more times? Cody is hurt. He had his arm repaired. Cole, okay? Cole man is definitely hurt. Uh, no, Seth, look, Seth's winning that championship this year. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm predicting it. He will be champion by the end of the year. He's definitely winning that um, title or that briefcase, and he's going to be the next world champion. I don't know if they're going to do the one of these hold on for a long time things. They probably people have been talking about this connected to SummerSlam, the SummerSlam match, Look, which is kind of. I I want my man to get his main event match at WrestleMania. Yeah, he deserves it. He deserves it. He does. He deserves it. it. I I want him to main event yeah. WrestleMania. He should have main evented this year against Roman. I'm going to die on that hill. That should have been his match. Nobody mm-hmm. wanted to see that Brock match again. No. No, no. Jake says he walked in and was like, "So where's Johnny?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Talking he definitely was walking H. around like, "Yo, hey man, where's where's this guy? Where's that guy?" Go yeah, on. where's your boy? Just like Okada with Chicago. 
R. Dickinson said, R. Dickinson 08 says, Triple H got that smoky mind control over Vince. I got mind control over you, Vince. Yeah, he'd be like, he'd be like shut up, and I stopped talking. And what the hell is Vince doing? He came out again on Raw to do his thing and jumped down a bunch of stairs. What's going on here? Listen. Dude. You can't stop the invincible. He is invincible, uncancelable, unstoppable. Man, I, I, I've been I feel like I've been uh Jesus. on the mountain alone. I I basic man is just he's doing his Jordan belt for it on at, in Wolf of Wall Street. He he's like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going, I'm not leaving. As as long as a McMahon has the CEO chairwoman position, I'm in charge. I'm he's still in charge, guy. and that's all he's doing. Yeah. That was uh that was definitely something. I didn't watch Raw Monday, but I saw all of the gifs up and I saw the I saw the clip of him talking, I was just like, This is this is gross. <laughs> I don't know why he keeps doing this. <laughs> you know why he keeps doing it. I know exactly because he can. It. It's just like the people that he gave money to in twenty sixteen. He was like, I have to show my face. They can't get me if I show if I show my face. If I show that they're not getting to me, they'll never get to me. Mm-hmm. Pretty disgusting. The grossest, nastiest shit you could ever think of. So, um, I'm gonna try to get to these bird chats because I think that's up for super chat. We actually got to the bottom of the super chats. Thank you, everybody, for the super chats. Of course, this is my first time running the Streamyard thing, so I probably made a bunch of mistakes. It probably cost us a bunch of money and a bunch of everything. I'm the worst. This is why Will Washington's here. He's been here for 17 (laughs) years. He knows all the ins and outs of podcasting. Me, I just show up, talk my shit, shoot it to Phil, and then we're out of here. That's usually how it happens. Uh, Every week, man, (laughs) I'm going to hate myself later for making this comparison. But every week, man, Will Washington is the LeBron James of our big three. I mean, it all is of our offense is. revolves around him, man. All of it. And, you know, he, he leads this thing. He runs this ship, man. There's a Bro, reason I'm why trying to get the alley-oop. Bill's trying to hit the corner three, and look, Will man. is running the offense, you know? Look, you, I, got, I, you got Mario Chalmers filling in for, for Will this week. The <laughs> offense is not going to yeah. as, as well as <laughs> I hit no. some threes, though. <laughs> look, man, come on, man. I just stand in the corner and, and and make some 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 references and jokes here and mm-hmm. wait for somebody to say anything about Chicago. Yeah, that's just that's that's me. I'll wait. I'll, I'll wait. I'll, I'll I'll do this like Kobe used to do. Like, right. Yeah, hey, start clapping of, for the start clapping for the ball when we start talking about women's wrestling or something else. Speaking of Chicago, <laughs> the party's starting tonight, ain't it? In Chicago, Warrior Wrestling is it's lit. On, uh, it is tomorrow, actually. Oh, it's it tomorrow. Is. It's before yeah, the yeah, show. Yeah, it's right before. Oh, right okay, before okay, okay. Them. They they it doing is. that's an interesting strategy that sometimes no, works it's... for a lot. Or you think that's a great strategy? It's smart because um, it is at uh, Malcolm X College, which is right up the street from the United Center, and okay, it's like that's good. right before the show. So good you strategy. can get a bunch of people that you know might be just lingering around the city that got here today, and they don't have anything to do tomorrow. So you have some wrestling before the show. Um, and actually, it looks like a really good card uh, for Warrior Wrestling 24. It would have been dope if it was Warrior Wrestler 23. Right. But, you know. Who was number yeah. 24 on the uh, the Bulls? I don't think we had a 24. The only 24 I always <laughs> think of is Kobe. Like, that's- of Kobe. Course. Kobe. The best. Um, but 
uh, I'm really looking forward to that card too because Casey Navarro just won the Warrior Wrestling Championship last week in that uh well he cashed in his medallion during the War of Attrition and <laughs> pinned uh, uh pinned uh Brian Brian Pillman Jr. to win the title and he's versus Speedball Mike Bailey on this show so that, that should matches. be a very good matchup. Oh, there's also a women's wrestling army show. Um, is it in conjunction or are they running at the same time? I think it's in conjunction with the okay. Warrior show. So I That's think dope. there are two women's army matches. I believe there is a... Hala Dead and Janai Kai are on there. Diona and Ashley Volks and Heather Reckless and Miranda Alizé. Alizé, I think is her name. Yeah. yeah. So, That's dope. So, yeah. So, yeah. That's dope. Um, I believe that uh, the Hala Dead match is a Mission Pro Women's Championship match. It is. Mm. Yeah, so that should be good. Um, yeah, it looks like a good card. Um, I believe, like, Mike Bennett's on that card. Mm-hmm. Mike Bennett versus uh, Mike Bennett Beast versus Man. Beastman. Davey Richards versus Filthy Tom Lawler's on the card. Chris Hero's going to be there for FanFest. I know a lot of people are excited about Chris Hero. He was even one of the names mentioned for Danielson, but I don't think he's uh, – I don't think he's really as active as people want him to be, so – yeah, nah, oh, he's man. pretty much been retired since he left WWE. And right. shout out to uh, Ro- my boy Romeo, truly Hill Romeo in the chat. Number 24 on the Bulls, uh, White Jesus, uh, the great Brian Scalabrini. Oh, man. How can I forget? <laughs> Scal, White Chica- Mamba. Sh- Scal, Chicago <laughs> legend off the bench. Let's um, go, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then Casey Navarro versus, as I mentioned earlier, Speedball Mike Bailey. That's going to be a big bang. That's going to blow everybody away. Uh, Casey Navarro, like they said, just won the Warrior Wrestling Championship from Will Ospreay last weekend, maybe. So this is yeah. going to be a pretty big show. They run pretty often out there in uh, in Chicago, don't they, Phil? Yeah, this is uh, this is their home uh, base. Um, usually they run out in Chicago Heights, mm-hmm. um, which is like the suburbs. It's not in the city. Gotcha. Um, so I think this is like their first time doing something like big in the city. And so I think this is a big deal for them, like especially running right next to Forbidden Door and then, you know, possibly getting some people to go back and forth from there to Forbidden Door. I think it's a good call. I think it's a smart move for them. Um, And Warrior Wrestling wrestling usually puts on good shows, man. I think their um, War of Attrition matches are usually good. Um, They've now been doing Lucha matches that have been really good. Somebody just put in our chat that Tyrus Thompson was also, Tyrus Thomas was also 24. Mm -hmm. And that is sacrilege to me. Do you guys know who we traded? (laughs) Do you know, do you guys know who we traded um, for that pick for Tyrus Thomas? Hmm. Who? Um, We had one, LaMarcus Aldridge. And we traded. Somebody said in the chat, Tyrus, we almost had LaMarcus Aldridge Thomas. Yeah, we, we, we had LaMarcus Aldridge, and then we traded for Tyrus Thomas. Why? Why? I, I, I've had a lot of painful years with the Chicago Bulls. And <laughs> yes. So now when I see Tyrus Thomas, I'm like, why did we make that trade? That was mm-hmm. one of the dumbest trades in sports history. That's how Knicks fans going to feel by uh, being involved in that trade for Jalen Duran. Uh, I, I know you don't, you're, you're probably not a Detroit Pistons fan, but they had the best draft. Getting Duran and uh, Jaden Ivey killed yeah, it in the draft. Um, yeah, didn't they just make that trade for the draft pick? They're part of that trade for uh, Jeremy Grant too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that one. Um, yeah, I mean, not a not a Detroit Pistons fan by any means. <laughs> no. nah, nah. That backcourt though, Ivy and Cade Cunningham—that's going to be something in the future. 
I mean, it is. I just, I don't know what the heck they're doing. They're one of those teams like the Orlando Magics that they're just throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks. I don't know what their plan is. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what, type of, what type of team are you trying to build in Detroit right now? Like, I don't understand how any of these pieces fit. I'm not really versed in the those young guys. Who was like the big, who was like the number one, blah, blah, blah. Who was the LeBron James of the, the draft this year? Uh, Pablo Banchero was number one pick with that with that uh, Riddle outfit that he had mm. on. Uh, and uh, Cade, Cade he's the one that went to the uh, the the Magic. Yeah, he yeah. went to the Magic okay. and Cade yeah. Cutting. Um, um, no, I'm saying Cade Cutting. I mean, um, what's his name from that went to uh, OKC? I forget his name. Holmgren, Chet Holmgren went to yeah. OKC Thunder at the number number two pick, and then Jabari Smith went to the Houston Rockets. That's what's yeah, up. Jabari was projected number one for the longest, so I was really surprised he didn't go number one. Um, I don't think it's a bad pick for Orlando, but at the same time, you don't trust Duke players. Come on, <laughs> drafted a Duke player number one. We drafted a Duke player number one. Remember how that went for us? Beesh. <laughs> Phil's got some real beef out there, man. No, I, I definitely <laughs> have beef. There's some Chicago have... year, some Chicago Bulls yeah. bad years out there, man. Since Jordan left, <laughs> I've definitely have a lot of beef with our front office since Jordan yeah. left because it shouldn't. We, we shouldn't have. Well, been shit. Well, as we seen when Jordan was there too, it was lit. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, Kraus. Yeah, Thick. I'm saying, man, damn, yeah. So. In Chicago, it's lit. Forbidden Doors this weekend. It's uh, that's all I've been talking about all week. It's gonna be an amazing show. I'm gonna be doing a post show with the homie Mike tomorrow for Body Slam. Uh, I'm sure SP3 is gonna be talking about it somewhere in this universe. <laughs> is there a um a scrum tomorrow, Phil? Afterwards, there's a scrum. I will be yeah. in the building for the scrum. Um, well, Washington will be there as well. Oh yeah, because well, Will said he bought a new mic to uh, to uh, film the thing. Oh yeah, let's go. Um, so very nice. Yeah, I don't know who else would be in this media scrum. I will be there. Uh, I assume that Tony Khan will be there, um, doing Tony Khan things like making jokes about people in our scrum <laughs> or <laughs> calling people out. Harping, and- going back. Uh, time and time again, the one person to call him out this time. Yeah, no, I get it. This is yeah, Tony Khan. No. Um, yeah, I, I will be very interested to see if anybody from New Japan is in a scrum. Um, I think it would be a missed opportunity if they don't have somebody at least with like a, uh, what do you call it, a translator or something. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, how can you do a, a show this big and not have anybody from New Japan in a scrum? You got to have something. Yeah. Even Gato, get Gato in there and talk about the booking. <laughs> Gato in there. Gato, Gato's going to come in there with the bucket hat. And my first question is going to be like, hey, why do you guys not sell that uh, that Switchblade bucket hat anymore? Because I've been looking for it everywhere. <laughs> Cop it. Um, we're going to keep going in a couple of extra minutes so I can try to find the Humper chat. So we're going to talk about some more while I text Phil and Lin- Phil Lindsay and SB3 are going to talk about their favorite wrestler in the world right My now. Favorite wrestler. My favorite wrestler <laughs> in the world right now is CM Punk, and he's not wrestling this week. Oh, I'm still very bummed damn about it. Again, look. Oh, Chicago, Phil's, I'm telling you, they stick there, together. There was a certain point 
Yo. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a story with that, but I won't tell it on this podcast. I know, um, I know. <laughs> um, but so no, at one point during this year, I was like, "Look, Punk's going to be champion, and he's going to be at a Chicago show as champion." And so when he oh, won I remember Vegas, what I wanted to talk about triple triple A Mania whatever five hundred. There was a five way <laughs> match: Phoenix, yes. Vikingo, Black Taurus. Um, Laredo Kid and Bandito, and yes, Bandito. This match was fucking insane. If you haven't watched this match, this is supreme spot foo, as I like to call it. They done every wild wrestling move you could ever think of. You know how those luchadors are? They think of stuff. They're they're thinking in the year three thousand already on their spots, on their flips, on their spins. And yeah, also the commentary team, they was out there wilding, as you guys saw pictures of in Triple I Mania. They was, you know. Hugo! You got that nose candy. How you think you've been, been in the game so long, SP3? He know how he knows it's gonna be a long show. He gotta keep <laughs> Yo, Hugo had to deal with that Spanish announce table being broken all the time. I'm saying he, he he's like, he yo, up here, my table's not gonna be broken, it's gonna be sturdy. I can lay my little thing out and you know, do my thing on my way up. It, you know, I, I, I've seen that picture and I'm like, it looks like what that was. It's like somebody, you know how somebody sits paper on something that's sticky and they like trying to pull it up and they rip yeah. it. And that's what it looked like at first. And I was like, I really hope that's what that is. Yeah, no, it definitely was not that. You're trying to shoot them some bail. It, it was exactly like what it was. <laughs> I was like, I hope that that's paper. I was like, wow. You're trying to shoot the guy some bail and that was definitely not what that was. That was what it was, man. Bro, it's out here it's mexico man i'm not no one's really surprised about this but yeah watch this match man it was an incredible match all guys went crazy phoenix ended up coming out with the victory because it's phoenix the craziest wrestler in the world actually i know vikingo might be crazier than him just watch it they're all in there together there was a very scary spot bandito does the holding them up reverse thing looked like he landed on his neck it was very scary moment but he was okay he came back Great shit, yeah, great was, show. He was Watch down it. at the end afterwards because mm-hmm. he it was like the adrenaline was still in him after right. landing on his hand, and he did like a dive to the outside, and then after the dive, he was just out of it for the rest of the matchup. But that Laredo kid with that running uh Huracan Rada off the apron was the craziest spot. In I there. stood this, up in my room yeah. and yelled at that. But yeah. But they seem to be building from the first Triple Mania 30 to this one. They're, it seems like they're going to do Vikingo versus Phoenix for all the titles, the Latin yeah. American title, Cruiserweight title, and the Mega Championship, which I'm looking forward to in October. Yeah, that's going to bang. I, I love the, those are my two favorite luchadors in the world. So seeing them two together is everything that I could want. They be spinning, they be flipping, and they, they be spinning. Dipping. They spinning, spinning, I'm telling you. Look at that show, man. Uh, man, Phoenix yeah. was cooking last night. That match with Andrade oh, was very good. Andrade, yeah. yes. That was super fire. They went for it. They were doing everything. They they went through like three commercial breaks. They threw everything a thing. And then at the end, the big homie Roos showed up, kicked Phoenix uh, down low, and um, the boys posed in the ring. That's really a thing that happened. Looks like they're setting up uh, them versus the Lucha Bros, which is – we get to yeah. see that in an AEW ring. That's going to be amazing, right? Yeah. Uh, come on, man. We got uh, some ingobernables. Uh, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, Roosh was struggling with that shirt, man. He was he had to fight his way out of that shirt for a minute. 
That shirt was not cooperating. Even when he was trying to throw his fist up, he still couldn't get his other arm right. out. Right. Yeah, nah. <laughs> we were just like, hey, don't shoot me from this angle, bro. I can't. It's crazy over here. Uh, but nah, man, nah, that was that was a great match, great moment. Um, it does still suck that they are not on the card on Sunday night. Um, politics is usual. I was thinking about that about everybody. Phoenix, uh, like everybody involved in this pretty much, you know? Yeah, Damn. Andrade. Andrade versus Osprey, man. If that was the match, we did get robbed of a potential classic match. Um, but I do think that what we're getting is going to be good as well. Um, but, man, Andrade not being on this card sucks. <laughs> man, Andrade be killing it on Rampage this year. Like mm-hmm. He had the match with him, Darby, and Sammy. He had the match before with uh, Pac, then this one. He be, he be always killing it. But, yeah, I, I felt like Tony told them, like, yeah, I'm going to just let y'all have a pay-per-view match on, on Rampage. And both yep. Andrade and Phoenix looked at each other like, bet. <laughs> they just went out, went yeah. out, did all the moves. They did. Shout out to them. That was a super dope match. Um, yeah, it's really sad that none of these guys are going to be involved in Forbidden Door because they all have, they could have, all stories could have been told for everybody because they all also have connections to New Japan. It's unfortunate that fucking wrestling politics do what they do and have ruined this. So, but yes, the show's tomorrow. Um, I can't get the Humper Chats. I don't know what that means for this. Um, I hope that maybe. Next time we could say him or something. I don't know. You guys don't shoot the messenger. I'm just the guy that was here with the this thing on this side. I can't see it on this Listen, side. This was a, supposed to make you know. Come on, man. This was a this was a lemonade version of Gravity Man. <laughs> Let's go, lemons, man. We we did the best that we can. We out did, of this, man. Um, of of not having our intro video, man. You guys know the intro. I listen. Seeing the intro. It'll never happen again because I love hearing my own voice before the show starts. Come on. Nah, man. We we, we will definitely get this right next time. Yes. Uh, but, man. Mostly always, just have the Humper Chats. I totally forgot about them until we're here. I see why we'll be sh- shuffling with them every week because yo. they're somewhere in the cloud. I don't know. Missing. Yeah, it just, man. We didn't get any of the Willisms. We didn't get Will's alarm going off like it always goes <laughs> off every Saturday. Um... <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get an I know. That's my favorite Will uh, Washingtonism. I know. <laughs> uh, uncrowned Quizzlemania champion. Yeah, big facts. Yo, SP3, before we get up out of here, tell these people where they can find you. Well, you can see it right here. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at True Hill SP3. My YouTube channel, True Hill Heat. Uh, we do content pretty much every day of the week. We're gonna have a Forbidden Door watch along tomorrow, eight p.m. Somebody said no kids. SP3, grab a kid real quick because we usually have a kid cameo. So. <laughs> my kid was my kid was in here and she was literally laying down next to me and then grabbed one of my headphones. So I couldn't hear y'all for a minute. So. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, I missed out on the opportunity. Uh, you know, if you follow True Hill Heat, you see Harlem. That's the Harlem Heat segment. That's her mm-hmm. name. Harlem be coming in and stealing the show, trying to steal my headphones. So yeah, but True Hill Heat YouTube channel. We got the Forbidden Door watch along on Sunday. I'm gonna be reviewing it uh, with Richard Benson of Post Wrestling and the Gravel App Podcast on Monday, along with Romeo J News. So we got a whole cast of characters over there. Like I said, Romeo was in the live chat. So we do consistent content. Watch along. 
<laughs> watch alongs from Raw, NXT, AEW. So yeah, we're always out there. I'm also on Inside the Ropes ITR clips on Monday with Alex McCarthy and Sat E. Bro, it's out here. Let's go. On, on the Wrestle Talk Podcast YouTube channel on Wednesdays with Sat E reviewing NXT. We don't enjoy it always, but we have fun <laughs> talking about it. Um, but we're there for it. We're there for it. I was it, about to say, that's rough, bro. I feel sorry that you have to review that show every Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, look, if we were a review podcast, this would be a very no, different podcast. We would have been done after the first month, Bill. I would have been like, we, no, we'd, we'd have been done. It would have been people on Twitter trying to cook us, like, man, get these guys out of here. Every never week say, we would have been cut. They never say anything good about this show. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I did think it was funny that they did like a dorm skit this week. And I was like, man, MTV Undressed. I've been trying to tell you guys for months. It's real. It's real. It's real. <laughs> I haven't watched that show in so long. I feel sad, honestly, at this point. True story. Carmelo's cooking, story. man. Hey. Yeah, Carmelo was yeah. amazing. What a great talent. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure Triple H really likes him, too. So I think he's going to go to even higher heights from this point man they uh they uh brought uh they brought a uh, jd this week i was like huh wonder why they don't want anybody to google that guy's name mm. yep jd mcdonough <laughs> new name mcdonough <laughs> somebody it, said why is he winking behind his uh sunglasses i'm like i don't know man <laughs> I, I said the same thing i was like dude you got sunglasses on why are you winking for it, it has been very funny watching um NXT and the main roster find NXT UK guys and go, oh, who's this guy? How can we completely change him from what right. he was over there that worked into something that doesn't work over here? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, no, it, and and the Apollo Crews new gimmick where he's the Nigerian equalizer. He he writes in his journal about uh, saving the world and dreams about beating up uh, black people who are jumping white people. And it's filmed like it looks like CSI Nigeria. It's good stuff. Good stuff. NXT 2.0. Check it out. Or check out the check out the podcast here with Kate and Alex. What? Or check out us on WrestleTalk on Wednesday. What just happened? <laughs> No, they were they were saying like because he didn't he lose his accent, Phil? Yeah, yeah, yeah he doesn't have the accent. Where, where did he lose it at? Same place. He lost it on his way to Florida. Like, hey, yo, I forgot. I yeah, I can't talk I like that anymore, Vince. The, the same place he lost uh Cap, Cap, Commander C's, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> he um, lost his man and his accent. It's crazy out here. They're right? all they're all in the same place. Yikes! Wow. Oh, yeah. So. Catch SP3 talking about that show. (laughs) Thank you. But yeah, uh, watch the show tomorrow. It's been lit. Scrapsity, Will, Phil, and Reg. Not Will, he's not here. Reg, Phil, SP3. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you're not too pissed off about these Humper Chats. I'm sure they're there. (laughs) We'll respond to them. They'll be good. Everything will be good. Hey, I appreciate everybody. Thanks for coming on Saturday morning. We did two hours. That's how, how we do it. We went through it. We told y'all about everything. You know what's up. It's lit. It's your boys. Catch us next Saturday. Grab City Podcast. Big peace. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more 
and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.